All right. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll, we'll do it. Then. Okay. A little bit of silence, and then Fluffy will start us off, and we'll run from there. And what okay. if I don't want to start us off? Maybe you'll start us off. Do you want me to start us off? We just need to have that little bit of silence so that you know when to go on the recording. Oh, I I didn't tell you this, but we're including all this shit that just happened right now. Goddamn, I hate the world so goddamn much. <laughs> that's a that's a benefit of having like powers of editing is you can just include all the stupid stuff. So, last week's intro song, I got the feeling that people weren't that into it, so. I wanted to do something a little bit better this time. Like a little bit more a little bit more edgy, a little bit more hardcore. You ready for okay. it? Yeah, let's I think hear so. it. All I right. hope so. <laughs> All right, here we go. P O T A T O podcast. Don't forget the thumbs now plop down that ass broadcasting with these Midwest voices. Haven't you questioned all your podcast choices? What do you think? Um, I think he, first of all, I, I, you forgot to drop the beat. That's a part of it. First, you got to say, let's drop the drop that beat, DJ, or something. You and got then a you beat rap. to drop? Because I don't have a beat to drop. I don't even know what that is. But um, <laughs> you also, you said broadcasting with these Midwest voices. I'm not in the Midwest, buddy. I'm in the Southwest. So that's a little uh, discriminatory. So I don't know. Well, I mean, as a guest, I, I mean, you just, oh. you just kind of hold less of a vote. I mean, let's just be honest with it. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's cool, man. Who you know? Maybe we should tell these people who you are. Some people might not might not recognize your sexy voice. We might want to introduce all of us. No, but uh, no, I certainly no, think we should guess. start with our sexy <laughs> guest voice. Just a guess. Just a guess. Hey, man, this is episode three, brother. It's, I don't think they know who anybody is yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, random random person that we found on the road from the southwest. Who are you? My name is Chuck, uh, Xbox Gamer Tag, Chuck Likes Pizza, Chuck Dolo on Twitch, Chuck Olympic on Twitter. I feel less yeah, bad I'm... about my branding. <laughs> Just letting you know right now. <laughs> I thought you were humble, bro. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't know why I'm here either. I mean, shit, should I be wearing pants for this? I don't know what's going on. I mean, you guys can't see me. I know we're doing this via Skype. Yeah, only I'm the one who is being seen, and I'm definitely not wearing pants. So there was another person on the call who uh, just got back from Trivia Night. Mr. Trivia, please introduce yourself. Hey, it's Admiral Nips, uh, a.k.a. Hambo1982 on Xbox. Uh, yeah, bar trivia on Monday nights seems like a good way to lead into our evenings. Nice. 1982, does that mean you were born in 1982? Yeah, is I'm that just a random man. number? No, it's not a it's not a it's not a random number. I figured somehow, beyond my wildest belief, Hambo was actually taken when Xbox made me change my gamer tag for Admiral Nips, which was offensive. So I was like, Hambo. Well, that didn't work. Let's put my year of birth in there because that's not weird at all. So that's how I ended up with Hambo 1982. I'm also gotcha. born in 1982. I'm 83, bro. Well, oh, I'm shit. I guess. All right, so we're all a bunch of old guys here. Yep, yep, we are all a cool. bunch of old guys. Um, I something wrong with that. I am a, I am fluffy. Uh, fluffy likes pizza on Xbox. Fluffy Olympia, Olympic Olympia. Shit, I fucked that up. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be an intro without it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just uh, we'll just move on from that failed segment. <laughs> Y'all can't see this. This dude is red as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, the benefits uh, of being the only person on camera. <laughs> so wait, I'm not supposed to pick my nose for the next two hours. This is going to be super awkward. Hey man, I'm on mobile, bro. I'm going to screenshot that ass, dude. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, so I, I know Chuck. Chuck is, I met you through uh, Derp Fam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we shot some people and shit. I think I played, yes. I think the first time we played together was Trials, right? Most likely. Um, there was a lull there, I think maybe pre Rise Iron, or I'm not even sure when it was, but yeah, no, it was, I know, I know, I, I, Iron. yeah, it, there was a point where I lost literally my entire friends list. They, the, the game kind of had a serious lull before Rise Iron that, that one year off after taking King and, um, my friends, this is basically next to nothing at that point. So I, um, I joined the Derp fam, and I, and on Fridays, weekends would come around, I'd just start putting out, hey, anyone want to play Charles? I'd throw it on Discord, and that's so how I met like a lot of the guys from the Derp fam, just miscellaneous uh, posts on there. Yeah, we actually, you and I hold what I consider one of my most epic Trials matches in the history of Trials for, for my gameplay, which was when we went up against uh, Ninja and Lupo, on a double carry. Oh, bro. On a carry. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was crazy, man. I, I remember that. I traded with Lupo once. Like I guess say one time I traded with Dr. Lupo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did <laughs> It not. was funny. I just, I just died. No, it was funny. That was the totally, uh, I guess it was a big old fuck around car for them because that was like right after he got the trespasser. And that whole car, he was trying out the trespasser. Yeah, actually, you're right. I think that was right about when the Trespasser just came out, too, because a lot of people were still, like, learning it and using it and stuff. And I remember mm-hmm. when I was watching the video, like, he was talking about that. But, like, I mean, even even with, um, like, Ninja, I mean, he was just oh, dude. just uh, from out of nowhere, man. Just just a fucking, like, like a ghost. And he'd just come in and just rain death and then disappear again. Yeah, it was, it was a trip, you know, because normally when you think Ninja Noel, you think of him running around and his Titan, you know. Yeah. Striker Titan or Sunbreaker or whatever, but I remember he was playing uh, Sunsinger, and this was yep. this was before the whole uh, sticky meta like was a thing. I think he might have been using stickies, but regardless, it was like I never saw him. Like I died from him a shit ton because I remember it was Twilight Gap Trials, and I remember we spawned. We were uh, every time I'd rush to the right towards the party room, like he was always there, but I never saw him. Like literally, yeah. I was just dead. It says killed by Ninja Noel, and like I was like Lupo was always sniping on the outside. Not that's what Lupo does, but um, Lupo was outside. I remember, but every time I got reacted by Ninja, and I literally never saw him. Like I never took a shot at him. I just died. <laughs> yeah, we were on C side. Crazy man. Yeah, we were on C side. They were on A side, and I remember he even got up into some ninja spots, even with his warlock. Like not even on his titan. Gosh, it was crazy. Yeah, I'm finding it a little hard to believe that Fluffy, you were unaware of where people were on your radar. No, no, because he, he wasn't through even all on the of radar, our league though, games. Dude. I feel like your map awareness is maybe your strongest suit. <laughs> there was <laughs> no, but with all seriousness, he was like never on the radar, and then he would just appear and kill us, and then he would disappear. Like he was so fast. I remember some the, sort of ninja, was, if you will. Yes, some sort of ninja. There was one point where, like, I think two of us were team shooting Lupo, and Lupo was like an inch from death, and Ninja just came in and killed us both. And then you hear him on because we all watch the stream back. You hear Lupo on the stream going, "Thank you, you just saved me." I was like, "Man, I was so <laughs> close to getting a kill." Yeah, dude, that was funny, man. I remember I killed the carry a couple of times, but that was literally it. And then I traded with Lupo one time. It, it, it was quick. We didn't even come close to winning a round. No, no. That was, no. That was fun, though. It was yeah. a good time. 
Yeah, it definitely was. Definitely so get when... react by people that you admire. Yeah, for sure, dude. So when did you start playing Destiny, Chuck? Were you a uh, Taken King year two person like uh, Fluffy here? Or were you in before that? I was. I, I've been playing since about a month after launch, I believe. It was during the uh, the Queen's Wrath event, and okay. uh, I, I I started like the last few days of that. So I remember my homie was like trying to get me in to do some of that content, but I was like way under leveled for it. He was like, "You could try to do this thing, but you'll get some good loot, but." Chances are you won't be able to finish with yourself. So uh, I remember I got carried through a couple of nightfalls. My whole Destiny game was just an accident for me. Like I got the Xbox and I got it because I wanted Halo 5. And I was like, well, if I need want to play Halo 5, I'm going to have to get an Xbox One. So I got the Xbox. So, all right, well, I get this Destiny game in the meantime. You know, my homie plays it. So I'll play it with him until Halo comes out. If I like it, I like it. If not, whatever. And um, I, 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 at first, I didn't like it like at all. It was like one of those things where, um, like, the RPG was never my style of game, like, ever. I was just a Halo guy, like, since the beginning. I always played Halo and nothing but Halo all day, every day, like, since the beginning. And um, I, I didn't even touch the campaign for, like, the third and fourth Halo. I didn't I didn't touch any of the campaigns, just straight multiplayer, and that was it. I was like, well, Bungie makes Destiny. I'll play that. Or if I like it, whatever. I mean give it a shot and i was like i didn't like it <laughs> I, I hopped in the crucible i think you had to like be a certain level before you can access the crucible like a level three or whatever i think it was so, five yeah five yeah whatever it was i think you can't access and take it your super maybe but um i hopped in and i got my shit pushed <laughs> 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 it was like it's funny i go back and i look at my destiny tracker and it's like i have like i think it's like september of no i think it was october 2014 and then it shows like your KD for the month or whatever, and then it just drops off until like I had nothing until January. Like I just stopped playing PvP entirely, and I finished the campaign and got into raiding a little bit. I, I mean, at first thing I got into raiding, I was like, "Whoa, that was like, I, I found the draw for the game." And and I had friends that played a bunch of a bunch of work friends and stuff had the game as well. So uh, we had a little raid group. We played regularly, but it wasn't until like Iron Banner that actually got into Crucible. That's like what kept me around. Like, I had to play through the content in order to get good enough to even play Crucible, you know? But at the time, it was, that's all I had. I Dude, I hated it, too. Like, when I first started, like, I came from Call of Duty. And, <laughs> and I remember going over to my cousin's house, and uh, it was Kazi. And I, I was over at Kazi's house, and he, he, he gave me the controller, and it was the shotgun meta. And we were <laughs> playing Shores of Time, and I, I'd, like, spawn... And I'd go and go to push someone like Call of Duty style, and I just get mm -hmm. just just killed over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm just like, dude, fuck this game! Like, I don't want to play this game. Like, this well, is dumb. <laughs> well, it's a hell of an adjustment if you think about it. Like, COD was like had a fast time to kill, but it was like definitely different. Yeah. Like the time, like the time to kill in COD is fast because it's a gun, but like Destiny, the time to kill is fast with all your abilities, the melee's, grenades, supers, everything. And you know, it's just so chaotic. I mean, for me, I was coming from Halo, and uh, Halo is. Not any of the time she was significantly slow unless you have a power weapon. So it was a huge adjustment. You know, like I didn't even know what Blink was. Like I just started on a Titan and I'm running around as a Defender Titan with like shit blue weapons. <laughs> <laughs> that does not seem like the ideal uh, Crucible setup to no. learn the game. No, not at all. Definitely man. not, man. Definitely not. But no, it was um back then. It was uh, Forever 29. I was stuck. I didn't have boots. I had the two Titans and everything I'd run every week through Vault of Glass. I can never get the boots. I can never hit 30. So uh, Iron Banner came around. I remember that week there was some boots. 
So you're okay, well, if I just grind it out, I'll get these fucking boots, I'll finally hit 30. And um, by that time, I had known the game well enough to actually click Crucible, and I did well. And um, after that, it's been a history. I kind of stuck with it, Banner especially. And then uh, I fell in love with playing Voidwalker, and um, I played the share of that. Like, that's what really, like, locked me in. Like, once I got comfortable enough with the game to actually perform well in Crucible, that's what uh, got me hooked on it. But what do you play now, mostly? Hunter. Definitely Hunter. It's yeah. funny if you look at my... Uh, my crucible rep or whatever. I like my my hunter is like I have twice as much crucible rep on my hunter than I do my other two characters, including the titan that I did delete. But yeah, yeah definitely been hunt, hunter pr- for sure. Primarily night stalker too, right? Um, yeah, but I will, we're recently since this PvP league started, like I I like to play gunslinger. I, I play I, I like them all, man. But um, I played gunslinger a lot. I like gunslinger and sixes. Anytime it was Banner, anytime we are playing Sixes, I love, I love the Gunslinger. I love the kit with that. The neutral game is so fun, bowing knives. But um, they came out, and I really got into uh, Night Stalker. But for our competitive team, for our uh, our league team, Psycho, Sir Psycho Sexy is our Night Stalker. He's better at it than me. He's just, he's got that defensive kit down. Like, you can't rush him. You can't push him because he's, he'll zone the shit out. He'll zone you off, and you can't push him. They'll spike grenades, and he just eats me up every time. I one v one that dude like every single every time we're playing together at the end of the night. We always one v one. We have that thirty minute rumble on asylum. <laughs> five thousand point point uh, five thousand points thirty minute rumble, back and forth. You know, if we're both night stalkers, it fucking seemingly takes forever. But he's better than me, so I uh, I went all in back on the gunslinger, and it, it's it's good in fours with this new league, with this new setup we have. It's four v four, so. I, uh, yeah, let's like uh, let's talk about Lee. How you guys? Uh, how you guys doing? I know you guys got a bunch of people who didn't play in season three of the Death RX uh, League, so it's you and three people who are new to the whole. Yeah, league. Well, yeah, I just kind of joined last season on a whim, you know, and um, I ended up with Jay Moore and Cliff. We had a good time. It was fun. Good dudes. We, yeah, uh, sure, you man. guys got we, put in the real sweaty half of League Three, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I know whoever set that up must have been some sort of asshole. I don't know. Dude, I know he fucked <laughs> up our schedule too. He fucked up our schedule too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, we we didn't win a single regular season match. We were zero and four, whatever it was, zero and five. We won our first tournament match, and then we promptly got uh, shit canned by the eventual winners of the tournament. So basically, I feel like we're pretty much the runners up for the tournament. Because uh, <laughs> French we, Crumpet and Dex and company, they were the ones that uh, took it all. So we we also got that. shit-canned by them in the very next round. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did. No, it went well for us, too. <laughs> those guys were really great in Season 3. That was kind of fun to watch them play. Yeah, no, those guys are crazy good, man. Dex is like... He's like my he's like my little nemesis, bro. It was a trip. Like I didn't I didn't know the dude. I remember we were just playing. We were just messing around, playing some friendly sweats or whatever. Not even sweats. We were just dicking around, playing some custom games one night. And I could not kill this fucking dude. He's just like sitting in the back of the map, but there's no land beyond. Just making me look stupid, man. I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker. I was like, Oh man, he's he done like, bad bad things it, with it that. Was just yeah. Like, He'll be like, okay, guys, I'm going to run double sniper, so I'm at a disadvantage. I'm like, motherfucker, you're not at a disadvantage playing double sniper. Like, if anything, you're yeah, more man. of a threat. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, like, I was, like, chasing this dude around for seemingly, like, an entire week. It felt like because we played custom ma- matches several nights that week, and I just could not. I, he was always on the opposite team, and, and I like that. I like playing people that are better than me, man. It feels like it makes me better, but I could not kill this fucking dude. I'm like, god damn. 
And then I come to find out he's only like 17 years old or whatever. It's like, oh, great. Of course. Of course he is. <laughs> this no, but uh, hats off to those guys, man. They're, they're crazy good, man. I enjoy playing with those dudes. They're, they're good, man. But yeah, though, but this time around, it's, it was 4v4. My normal trials team, fire team, it's usually me, Sir Psycho Sexy, and uh, Michael Moore, 198. That's that's the squad. That's Those are my homies for sure. So I was trying to get them involved. Michael couldn't do it because of uh, personal reasons. You know, he's got other shit going on right now. So I was like, all right. So me and Psycho got in. It was supposed to be me, Psycho, Michael, and then um, we're going to get Cyborg in. But Michael couldn't play, so we got Gamester as well. So uh, Gamester 615 from the Dirt Fam. Uh, Gamester and Cyborg, those guys are part of the same great crew. And uh, Gamester is stupid good, too, man. That guy is always, like, right place, right time, it seems. That's awesome. Like, you never have to worry about that guy. So he's definitely our ringer. Um and then me and Psycho, we played so much together, we just played well together. And then Cyborg's very good as well. He's uh, We mesh well together as a team. Like, he seems like like Cyborg sees what we don't see as far as, like, strategy, like what's going wrong, what we're doing wrong. And he'll kind of, like, he'll call the shots, like, as far as, like, game strategy, what we should be doing, you know, because I, I just push, man, constantly. and just rely on this, man. I, if I'm not, like, playing aggressive, I'm not having fun. So it's... Uh, it's one of those things. This is the team dynamic we have. We're trying to complement each other. But we've been doing okay so far. We're 2-2. Two two. We are uh, our two losses. We literally lost by one kill in the last second. Oh, God, that's bad. Brutal. That's really bad. <laughs> like, both of our losses. So, literally, we're two kills away from being undefeated. Against some good teams, too. Like So, it's uh, not like... It's a really sweaty league this year. We yeah. started this a year ago. I think this was even before I knew Fluffy existed as a human being. I like the to think of days. those the halcyon <laughs> days of my life, yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we started out, and it was just the folks from our 100 group. There were, I think, five teams maybe, mm-hmm. and we this was before even private games existed. So we were doing the old school matchmaking. You God, know, shit, such a pain in the ass. Three, two, one, start. Uh, oh, bro! Evaluating three of six. Oh, searching six to six. This might be it, guys. That kind of shit. And we played through, and the folks in that group are really good at PVE. Like, I never have to doubt that if I join a raid in that group, we're finishing it. Doesn't matter, you know, the difficulty level. We're getting it done because. But the PVP skills were pretty, pretty average at best in that first year. And now we look at this, and we've got. I would say 10 people that I feel reasonably comfortable could carry anyone to the lighthouse on a given weekend. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just yeah, like dude. every team has one guy who's like, yeah, 90% of the time when I play, I get to the lighthouse. Good. And it's like, that's not me, man. I was the good in year one when it was, you know, the average KD of everyone involved was like a 1.05 or something like that. It's, it's amazing how different it is now versus then. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, we actually finally got off the schneid, too, this week, Fluffy. Uh, yeah, we had lost we? our first two games, uh, and then we played a doubleheader on Tuesday night, and we've managed to win both of them. Yeah, we did We did really well. Did We only, we only dropped, like, one or two games out of six wins, One right? game. We what? got absolutely taken out to the woodshed on the supremacy game on last exit. Yes. Dude. I think they won, like, 98 to 42. Well, the problem Damn, was dude. we got trapped down in the tunnels, and then we weren't working together, and, like, they owned us. Like, I even my chat, because I was streaming it, even my chat was, like, it was actually, I think it was, like, Burning Wing 
was said some along the lines of really uh really living up to that potato name <laughs> because like <laughs> dude it was just i just could not get out of the tunnels man like i and i hate pushing up through the main room and i hate pushing up escalators so i always try and push out to rocks because i feel like you have more of an angle pushing out of rocks than you do the other two like the the mm-hmm. angles are so narrow on the other two and and man. so so I kept trying to push out of rocks, man, and they just I, I wouldn't get that far and I would just be team shot down or I just yeah, it was bad. That's the thing with supremacy, man. Like somebody gets a good lead and they just hole up in an area and then they just manage the choke points. That was how we uh we lost a couple of our supremacy games. It was the same ba- same basic thing that happened. It was the week we were playing Firebase and um we were playing uh who was it, the Nessie and uh Nuff Sag and those guys. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we, that, those and, are the guys uh, who smoked us on uh, on Asylum, in yeah. fact. Yeah, but they were uh, they were so they were holding up. They had inside spawn on the uh, A side. They got a, they built a healthy lead. Like like it was like forty to eight. I thought we were gonna have mercy, but we brought it back. It was crazy. Like we were very methodical. We brought it back until like the very end of the game, and we brought it back to like I said, one kill. But they were still holed up in that area, so like we had to push. We had to organize. So we had to like, I went to the bottom door outside. Cyborg and Gamester went inside. We sent we sent a cycle around like to the big uh, the big door that opens up, and we were all pushing at once. Yeah, I popped my blade. Fucking Cyborg was gonna come in with the smash. We like it's literally ten seconds left. We have to come in and wipe them to win. We all rush in. They fucking tethered us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was so heartbreaking, dude. I was like, God damn it. We actually got a couple of kills. We picked up some grasses. Just they got one extra kill than us, and they were lost by one kill. But that's the thing. It's like. It was supremacy. We had to push them, and all they had to do was just watch the choke points. And that that happened. That same basic thing happened on um, other maps as well. I mean, anytime with supremacy, it's like you get a team that plays passively like that. And they play they play well passively. Like some people, they're good playing. They they ape. They go all crazy. They're hyper aggressive. Other people, they they sit back and they play well like that. But they they definitely had that shot down. We lost because of it. Yeah, it's we got game, uh, we got our uh, ape player on point this week. Valru just decided yeah. he was sick and tired of us losing. So <laughs> just, is he running Stormcrawler again this time? Oh yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah, he's running Storm. And uh, yeah, I remember when we played you guys last season? Every single time he popped Storm, he wiped all three of us out. Like all night, he popped the Storm, team wipe every time. Like we didn't, we never escaped his fucking Storm. That shit was relentless, man. We didn't even stand a chance. You guys three owed us last time or last season, anyways. He's, dude, he just doesn't miss shots. He has, for being someone who's not a little kid, you know, because little kids have the reflexes, yeah, he man. is on point with his with his gun control. The only other person I've played repeatedly who's got that level of uh, gun skill who just never misses is uh, Soul Rebels. Soul yeah. Rebels is a three-tap ta- three uh, machine with that uh, palindrome of his, or IS Luna, whatever he's running. Uh, it's always... Oh, hey, there's Soul Rebels, and I'm already one shot, and I'm dead. Well, I'll respawn again somewhere else. Yeah, that guy's crazy good. I think I only played against him like maybe once or twice, like a custom game with you, Fluffy, yeah. one of those nights. But yeah, that guy's crazy good. There's so many like good, like outstanding players that I had no idea were even out they existed or whatever. You know, before I started this league, I'm just playing with you guys custom matches. It's 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 a trip what custom matches did for this game as far as longevity is concerned for people that really like PvP. Because I was just I mean, I'd rather play an entire night of custom games than fucking anything else. You know? Oh, it was, for it's sure, fun dude. for me. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I think I jumped in with the Dead Tales folks a couple of weeks ago, 
and they were warming them up for their game. Uh, and honestly, I have so much fun playing those games because those guys were just like, oh, look at you using your abilities. I'm going to teabag. And all of a sudden, it's like, I'm not caring at all when it's people that I'm in party with chatting and laughing when they start teabagging. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's so much more fun than playing against pubs and people who like send you messages afterwards <laughs> telling you, in, you know, use a primary or something like that. It's like, oh, okay, good for you, buddy. Uh, but private matches, none of that animosity's there. It gets a little bit heated sometimes when we're playing league games. I mean, not for me personally, but I I know that we care. Like, there's a lot more caring about how it plays out when we play those league games, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, for for a free tournament where the reward is a pat on the back, I understand that uh, nobody's going to get super heated about it, uh, but we're all competitive folks and we like to win. So it's, yeah, that's I, I've I had mean, a lot of fun with it. Huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're not having fun, like, what's the point? But I right. mean, I definitely understand the whole competitive, how how that can introduce that. So, I mean, I remember, I w- I've always felt the same way, like, especially even, like, thinking about Halo back in the day, you know, I, w- I was that guy that, uh, I remember I used to care so much about my rank in Halo 2, like, <laughs> to the point to where, like, I wouldn't play with certain friends of mine. And then, like, one day I sat down, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I won't play with, like, my best friends because I don't want to lose my fucking Slayer rank. It's like, well... Like, I got a 40. I mean, I, I, I got the 40, you know? Like, I don't want to lose that. So, like, I had another <laughs> account. Because I was at it back in the day of uh, the two-month free trials with every single game that you ever bought. So, like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, everybody's got, like, two or three Smurf accounts or whatever. And I remember I was like, I wouldn't play with my friends. And I'm like, what am I even doing this for? Like, why am I even playing if I'm not going to play with my homies? I don't know. And then I went away for school, and that was just the way that I kept in contact with so many people, you know, that like I, I might be thousands of miles away, but I'm still playing video games with the same people every night, you know? Right. So, definitely was a long time ago, but that competitive bug is definitely in me for sure. It's a reasonable transition to get us talking about Lars back and did a, an interview this week about D2, talking about Trials coming back. I don't exactly know who put up the YouTube video with it. Fluffy, you know the name exactly? Uh, the Daily Star did the interview with him, but I watched the Planet Destiny YouTube video, which kind of just did a rundown of it. Yeah, and yeah, it looked like Trials is definitely coming keep... back. It's going to be four v four, but it's not. It's going to be something different than the two competitive games that they've showed us already, which are Countdown and Survival, or at least not in the normal weekly rotation of those two games. Right? Yeah, like the impression that I got is maybe that those will be the game modes but it isn't necessarily going to be the competitive, what am I trying to say, the competitive playlist. So I don't know if this is true, but kind of the impression that Planet Destiny was giving was that it wasn't going to be like the competitive playlist. Like it was going to be its own like playlist. So I'm excited about that. If it's not just going to be countdown and it's not just going to be survival, you think it's a different mode entirely, or maybe it's a mix of the two, maybe it's just one map for different game modes yeah that's a really good question no man i i think the way that they made it sound and this is all speculation is it's gonna at least be the two modes so i would assume that maybe we're looking at more of switching maps and switching game modes i mean it could definitely be this is the mode and the map this week and this is all you're running all week i get the feeling that it's going to be modeled after competitive play just a different node that you click on like uh, you know like if you were to click ranked play versus quick play in overwatch so so they're calling it trials he's saying trials is coming back so that i assume that means we're gonna 
to go find Brother Vance, wherever he is, and pick up a card? Is he think it's going to be the, the same thing as the Trials Passage well, they said, we have currently? They said, like, a Trials-like event. Trials-like event. Yeah, he was definitely uh, vague. Like, he said yeah. he couldn't go into it, or not that he couldn't. He wasn't going to go into it very in-depth at this point in time. It definitely was something I think that's going to be a special event on weekends again. I'm excited about that. I have a group of, uh, well, right now it's two guys that every Saturday morning we get up early central time and hop on and play. So we can, I'm sure we can find one more person to hop in early with us on Saturday mornings. Two more. And honestly, well, no, there's me plus two others plus oh, one other oh, guy. Got it, got it, got it. There, there needs to be three of us to play trials now, Fluffy. And there needs to be four of them in the next one. And so that four minus three equals one, I'm pretty That's sure. That's way too much math. Well, hold on. I was told to be like, man, this is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. First I got to wear pants and now I got to do math. It's I know. This up, is like... I'm, I'm pulling on my suspenders, but I'm no big city mathematician. But the rest of the podcast <laughs> is all yours, man. That's way too much math. I'm just going to sit back and drink beer. But no, I, I definitely think that uh, I'm going to have a good time with, uh, and honestly, it's just, I've stopped caring about getting to the lighthouse, and it's more, can I have a good play? Can I have some fun with my friends? And that's having that come back is going to be fun because those moments in trials are easily the most fun moments when you have them. Yeah. In Destiny, like, well, you'll like, you'll have to tell me how those Saturday morning go because I'm either one going to be watching kids or two going to be sleeping but i'm definitely not waking up early to play destiny <laughs> i will stay up late to play destiny but no way in hell am i waking up early to play destiny dude your mistake is not to get up early because the games are super soft i mean we still lose a lot because we're bad so take that with a grain of salt dude but like I you want... look at people's kds and it's like uh solidly the the combined kd is a solid like one or two less than the teams we run into when we run at eight o'clock at night, when you run at eight, eight in the morning on Saturday, it's like, Oh, these guys look awful. I mean, they're going to beat us, but they look awful. It's great. Dude. If I want super soft, I don't need to wake up early for that. <laughs> but don't pump. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> uh, he also said, and I'm very, very mad about this. Not really that mad, but I'm sad. Rumble is not going to return. Ugh, bro, I don't want to talk about that part. That's a little hell, bit man? sad, yeah. Sammy, uh, it's just, I can't imagine a bungee game without Rumble, I guess. Right? I mean, it, 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 it's it's just so essential, it seems. It seems like it's a, a pillar of multiplayer in a bungee game. It's like, the best way to Dating back to the beginning. Dude. Like, it's the yeah, best yeah. way to warm up. I mean, I don't play it all the time, but I mean, I definitely enjoy it. I mean, I, I got my grimoire, you know what I mean? Like, I got those wins. I play this. I, I play it when I can, you know. I mean, when it's there. I, I mean, think I, I only I, need I, 91 more games to get to the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, I I'm mad when they took it away from just regular old Rumble all the time, you know, yeah. or, or the free or the what is it, the free for all, the social free for all. We can go into three friends like Dude, that. I, know I was mad that they took that away. And now, like, sometimes it's uh, Infernal Rumble or Rumble Supremacy. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't play Rumble Supremacy. I don't play Infernal Rumble. Just give me my shit of Rumble and let me go in with two friends if I want. Man, I'm trying to game the system. I'm not trying to farm fucking sidearm kills or the fuck they want us to do for the Grimoire. I'm just saying, like, I just want to play Rumble with friends. Right, exactly. Like, and it's just, I Back mean, to I, that mean I know that pride thing. in that. Yeah, I know, but not everybody wants to do that. And then you're also assuming that I have more than three friends. So, um. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> dangerous assumption. 
Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I just that that hurts my feelings, man. We need Rumble. It, yeah. We need it. And honestly, 44, it, it can kind of get a little dull sometimes. I mean, I don't know. I play Halo Five. I was playing it a decent amount prior to this uh, league that we started back up, and in the four v four, it's fun, but it does get a little repetitive sometimes. Well, you know, here's the thing: like the argument that I've heard many people try and pitch is the maps were built for four v four, and that's why they can't do Rumble. And I call bullshit on that, dude, because give me any map on any multiplayer game ever dude. that's small. And Rumble always works. Those are always the best maps. Bro, Rumble. Rumble on Widow, Rumble Widow's Court works, man. <laughs> right, exactly. The only know, time Rumble is a problem is if you're on, like, First Light. And it isn't necessarily a problem then, but it just isn't as fast-paced as some other ones. You know? It's a problem when Poncho Nuggets sets it to Mayhem Rumble with 300,000 as the score limit and the 30-minute <laughs> time limit. <laughs> that gets really annoying. <laughs> You know, there was there was like one good thing that came from that interview, though. And they said, although they don't have like an esports thing going yet, they had esports in mind and tournaments in mind when creating the 4v4 environment. So maybe that will lead to good things. And with them saying that, I have high hopes that like private matches or custom games are going to come soon. Like, hopefully we don't to. have to wait till December, dude. Like, there, there is no esports about it. They have to. Right, exactly, exactly. And that's kind of what I'm taking away from it, too. So I I don't know, man. I, I hope that those come because then it just opens up more fun, man. I think December is actually probably a reasonable time frame to wait for it, though. I mean, You shut your whore mouth. I, I, I'm just saying in terms of a development cycle. Tell us it's reasonable, the, bro. They're going to get out. Get the game out in early September. Then they're going to have the PC launch in, what is it, October, mid, late October? Uh, 24th, I think. 24th yeah, or 26th, so, one of those two dates. And then I would suspect that the first real big update will come kind of December-ish. And that'll be hopefully where private matches come along. But uh, obviously, that's just a hope right now. There's no reason to believe that that's what they're going to give. So I'm holding out hope that it's earlier but honestly i would suspect the first big update comes december of this year across all systems basically i hope they've just been lying to us about private matches not coming and custom games ship with the title oh yeah like like full-on custom games yeah dude like like choosing our starting weapons and Yep. grenade times and all that shit. Like, it's crazy. Have you guys played um, any like Halo Five custom matches? Like the no. things they've done with Halo. No, but I've done. There. I can they've only done a bunch of crazy things. Well, if you, you think about like the whole zombies mode, or whatever. Like that's been around since Halo Two. You know, they just kind of game the system and you just change colors, or whatever. But, you know, like the, the, that's there. Too. That's there as well now. But there's like all these other different types of games that people have created. That's the. I played this one game one time. Um, they call it Jenga. And like they basically they because you know they have the forge mode where you create your own map. So they got all these things that look like shipping crates, and they build them up like Jenga towers. So there's like three Jenga towers, and everybody spawns in like at the top of the Jenga tower. And then there's one guy on the opposite team. He's in like a little like airplane. I forgot what it's called. It's like a wasp or something like that. It's like um like a covenant or fucking Promethean little ship or whatever, like a little spaceship. And he's using the ship. 
to knock down the towers, and he's trying to kill everybody by making them fall to their death, essentially. Awesome. It's just like the thing. Yeah, it's just like who the fuck would think of coming up with that, you know? But like you play it, you dick around, and it's like a fun game. You, know, you, you like jump, and you there's like this weird like shoulder charge mechanic, you know, these little boos, and you like you got to clamber up on top of like ledges and shit. So the whole time you're like jumping from jungle platform to jungle platform, trying not to die, trying not to get knocked off this platform by a guy running around in a ship. And like you think about it, like the fuck this is this isn't halo but it's fucking halo you know what i mean <laughs> dude like that this doing stupid stuff like that though that's what it's all about man that's why we yeah, need I mean, stuff like that it's just to think like they just provided a framework right. and the community is the one that comes up with all this and they come up with all these other maps like the remake and all these old school halo maps from back in the day like with surprising realism and um to scale like perfectly it's, it's a trip to see what these people could do with all these different map creation with all these different map tools and you just provide the community the framework to do it and they take care of the rest man. i think if they did that with destiny bro like people could remake all sorts of different maps and all sorts of different game modes and have all kinds of fun with it especially with the abilities and grenades and all that shit with destiny fuck remember um People were playing like Battleship with fucking noble bombs, like trash. Yeah, <laughs> noble bombs yeah, across the map. <laughs> yep. Those were great. Like, yeah, we... give us mayhem, give us fast supercharge times, and that's what people came up with. But think if we can actually tinker with like the actual abilities and the map itself. Yeah, it was like that shoulder charge rift super ball thing that we did too, like where we were doing shoulder charge only rift games. I don't think I was there that night. That was on it purpose. was basically football. Basically, <laughs> each team was all strikers and. You'd try to knock the other team down and <laughs> drive the shoulder ball. charge. That's yeah. like shoulder charge only. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time, dude. It was a good time for sure. Although someone, yeah. like one of the matches that we played, someone didn't have a Titan or they refused to be a Titan, so they just tried to play Invis Hunter. It was Diego on his uh, Blink Blade Dancer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he, and he kept trying to go like invis and sneak the rift and stuff, and we just shoulder charge him in the face. Damn, dude, I got dibs on West next time that happens, bro. I don't have <laughs> yeah, him on my team, saying, That's what I'm saying. Um, oh, that fucking dude, man. God. Also, on the Destiny Two tip, uh, PC beta is coming. There is yes. a new new map is going to be out for control. Do you guys see that Javelin Four? I didn't see the actual map. I, I'm kind of like trying to keep myself in the dark as far as like what i see i mean I've, I've heard i've heard the news here and there but as far as like what i actually like exposed myself to like in terms of video i haven't seen the actual map but yeah i haven't seen not. the map either i just saw that it's a new map so i'm kind of excited to try that out um they said it's a newer build so they did subtle changes to power ammo and supers and they said see if you notice anything so it'll be interesting to see if that what happens there and then um a bunch of people were bent out of shape because they, to lock down, like, hacking and stuff like that, they are not allowing um, capture streaming applications like OBS to uh, link up with the beta and things like Discord or, like, communication applications. Mm -hmm. So, like, people have to do all sorts of weird shit to try and stream the PC beta now unless you run, like, two computers or anything like that or... Like, there's something about, like, running two monitors and capturing the video off the second monitor and bringing it back to your computer or some shit like that to make it work. So, yeah, I heard something about you can use it with a splitter. You just buy a splitter and then you, yeah. can, uh, you run a separate feedback in your capture card. Yeah, I think... I wouldn't know about that stuff, but... I think I could do it with mine because I have... I, I think I could use my splitter because I run a splitter right now, like, from my Xbox. One goes to my monitor and one goes to my PC, so there's no input leg. 
I think I could swap that around, but that's honestly that's way too much work. I'm just gonna play PC for fun and stream Xbox. There you go. So are you uh, gonna be playing the PC beta? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna try out the PC beta. I mean, the whole reason that I'm playing PC games right now is because I'd like to play PC Destiny too. There's a lot of Derp Fam friends that I have on PS4 that I never get to play with, so it'd be fun to play with some of those people, you know. So I got this PS4 that I still haven't turned on since uh, April. If you really need one, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> that was a really, really good decision to buy this PS4 Pro that I played for two months and then haven't touched. I'm sure you could sell it, man, <laughs> or like get some hand jobs for it or something. I mean, it might be worth looking into. We discussed this last week. Can't feed my family with hand jobs. <laughs> Speaking of hand jobs, it's the last Iron Banner. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Yeah, <laughs> they don't call him a transition king for nothing. Fuck yeah! <laughs> we're, transition queen. We're like OG here, dude. Episode three. Call me professional. Oh, Did buddy. you guys play any banana this week? Yeah, man. Banana's like my favorite to get event. Done with our game, our uh, gun challenge. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. But I figured it was the best place to do it. So All right. uh, yes, I hopped into the banner. So you brought it up. So we'll 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 touch on the banner. But uh, you guys both played with the auto rifle a little bit, and I believe all three of us played banner games with that auto rifle, right? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so the roll this week, which I didn't know when I picked it last week was uh not good yeah. necessarily. Yep. It wasn't uh, terrible. I mean, it, it's not ideal, but it's not like I can think of worse roles. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. certainly. It was a uh, steady hand or reflex on the site. Uh hip fire, what was the other option in the hip fire one? Uh, I don't think I used hip fire actually. What yeah, I, I wrote fire. dude, I wrote it down uh on these notes. So steady hand reflex. Oh yeah, I just wrote down hip fire because whatever the other one was, fuck it. Right, and I think I used the the fuck it one because oh, yeah. I, a good move. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be aiming down sights. Why would I hit fire with an auto rifle? Because I'm bad. Right. <laughs> oh, and then shit. I think I used Hammer Forged and Hidden Hand were the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used Hammer Forged and Hidden Hand. It all, They also had crowd control, which is like crowd control isn't a bad perk. Like that could have been an okay perk to use for sure. Yeah, if I could actually hit headshots and then actually move on to the next target. Right. But that didn't happen very often. Right. More often than not, I left them with one HP and then died, and then my teammate got a free kill by sneezing on them. So, Chuck, what did you think of the the gun? Um, I think, like, most auto rifles, especially um, in a situation like Banner, their auto rifles... You only do as well with the auto rifle as you are with the, uh, as your competition allows. So whenever I'm running with some friends that might have like a lower elo or whatever it is, and I'm, I'm with people that are always able to play a lot of crucible, and I'm playing lesser competition, like notably n- noticeably lesser competition, I think it did I did okay with it. Um, it also I think it depends on the connections as well because you know you have to keep your you have to keep on target in order to actually oh, yeah. have any. In order for it to be effective, you have to be able to track that target if you're going to skip in a little place if fucking all bets are off. But um, against lesser competition, the people that just rush forward, like no matter what, yeah, it, it did okay. I mean, you could start off like hip firing and then ADS eventually. I mean, that, that that's what that's how I've had the most success with it. Of 
course, it could be in range with it, but I mean, it, it's not that great. I mean, the archetype is okay. It's that fucking, it's that same archetype as uh, with the Continental, Monte Carlo, and all that, right? Yeah, it's an eighty-eight. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was okay. I mean, I, I like my Continental better. I have a Continental with brace frame counterbalance, and that's way better. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it seems way better. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a it's like a bootleg Monte Carlo, you know. So I went in with my Titan, and I definitely don't main a Titan. So I was already putting myself at a disadvantage, you know, because why not? So I actually played, I looked at the numbers today. I played 20 games with that auto rifle. And here's the best part. So out of 20 games, I had a .99 KD. I was, I think, I think if I remember the numbers right, I was 200 kills and 202 deaths. However, Jesus. the first nine games that I played, I had a 0. 0.64 KD. Like I had, I went positive once in the first nine games, and then I made up wow. fourth and following eleven. I think it like finally clicked, and it was using uh, winged word as a secondary with it. Yeah, I definitely paired it with a sniper rifle as well. I figured it's you know, I also went with Titan, but I do main a Titan these days, so I didn't put myself at a disadvantage. But uh, I did spend a lot of time. Trying to get the body shot, well, trying to get a headshot and hitting a body shot is actually a more <laughs> accurate description of my gameplay. Um, <laughs> and then switching to the auto rifle and finishing him off. I ended up uh, 155 and 141 uh, through 10 games. If we remember from last week when I was talking about the Angel's Advocate, I had 106 kills with the Angel's Advocate and 86 deaths. So very clearly this gun forced me into the battle a lot more because I had... 50 more kills and 55 more deaths. But I also had a ton more primary kills. I think last time I had less than a quarter of my kills were with the Angel's Advocate. And this time I had like 35% of my kills with the uh, the Extremophile. So it certainly was a, a better gun for me to actually use my primary and get into a fight that way. I think it was just harder to run away. Like yeah. you're in that gunfight and you're, you're fighting, and you're like, okay, I got to win this or else uh, he's going to get away. With the Angel's Advocate, I'm like, well, I missed a shot. I'm dead if I don't run away. And so with that gun, I just ran away a whole lot. And this gun, I tried to tried to stay there and get the fight one way or another. And somehow it magically just barely finished with more goods than bads. I, I'm – that gun, man, it was – it always got me so close to getting a kill. Like there were so many times where I was like, I'm totally going to get this person. And then they would just finish me off with their Hawksaw or PDX or, you know, palindrome or whatever they're running because you are at a disadvantage using that gun in basically mm-hmm. almost any firefight. Yeah. I mean, would you guys look at your assist numbers too? I know there's chapter kills. Do you guys know what you, how you did in terms of assist? Double uh, digits. No almost idea. every game. No idea. I was running basically a triple-double the whole 10 games. (laughs) (laughs) Triple-double. Kills, death, and assists all in double figures. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I I didn't track my stats. I only played about five or six games. I didn't get the full 10 games in. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was uh, was okay. I wouldn't wouldn't pull that out on purpose (laughs) if I had to again. But um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, the role could have been worse. Yeah, I agree, man. I really, I really thought it was going to be way worse, and I ended up liking it way more than than the Angels Advocate. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Fucking terrible, bro. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. 
It really, yeah, it was not great. I, I think but, I picked up that one they had that week when it was the, uh, the same as a fate bringer roll, where it's like Outlaw, Firefly, and uh, Explosive Grounds. That was like probably a few months back. But sure. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one I had. I ran a lot of uh, Death from Above with my striker and on control. That is easily my most favorite uh, setup. Oh, for sure, dude. Like, Frontier yeah. is so much fun to just jump on the uh, the top of the bridge and then look for a group of the enemy and just go for it. I don't think I had any more fun than that map. I was on top of that bridge every time I had a super. I'm like, yeah. here's two. One, let's see what we can do. And uh, so that was... That was my high point of uh, the the banner was just, where's a group of you guys? Let's go flying that way. I'm not going to kill you all. I'll probably die, but I'll end up up in the exchange. Dude, speaking of banner, there was a game that I ran with Lotus, Dex, Flymolo, uh, Cyborg, and someone from Cyborg's stream uh, named Flea. And all six of us ran Bubble Bros., and we <laughs> we had a game that we beat the team 20,000 to 5,000. Dex and I both had, uh, Dex had a 7.67 KD. I had a 7.5 KD. Flea had Jesus. a 10.0 KD. Everyone was positive. The lowest KD was a 1.0. And, like, we dominated the other team, dude. It was absolutely crazy. It was on... um widow's court and all we were just constantly skating around and then as soon as the bubble train started there was nothing they could do dude absolutely nothing <laughs> that's so, great so, so so everybody's running bubble but like nobody was like had any type of like i know because typically you have like five guys running bubble and then one crazy dude just shooting golden guns the entire time <laughs> yeah no we we all it was six six bubble titans man and we and it was so funny because we the mercy rule never kicked in. It was so weird. Mercy rule never kicked in. It let us run a full game against this team. And like <laughs> there was, it was a full team and people were on the comms going, where are these guys? Are they like hiding? And I'm like, no, we're killing them so fast that they're all like either spawning and dying right away. And you just have to skate to the other side of the map or, you know, they're actually like waiting for the countdown timer to revive because you could literally skate from, C to B and not see anyone and skate back to C before you saw someone because they were just dying that fast. That's crazy, man. Sounds like fun. Yeah, so it was it was a good time. It was funny though because it's like that game ended and then it match made us with a really good team and we got absolutely pub stomped the very next match. Like absolutely <laughs> pub stomped. And Cyborg's like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna go play with some more Dirt Fam. I'll see you later." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's like Bungie punishes you for doing well. You yeah. Know, you do, do okay. And they're like, okay, you guys handled that pretty well. Here you go. Let's move Take you guys that. up into the next uh, the next <laughs> tier of people. Yeah, yeah. man. I finished a, um, a Voop bounty playing that night, and it dropped mm. a Panta Ray for me. And I have not had a good Panta Ray ever, and I've always wanted one. And I got Hidden Hand, Rifled Barrel, and Eye of the Storm, dude. And I was playing with that tonight before this podcast. Oh, my God. It's not at the reliability of the Saladins, but I think that's just because I'm not used to playing with it yet. But, dude, the range and the aim assist from Hidden Hand is such a dirty fusion rifle. I'm really excited to learn it a little bit better because I think I could melt a lot of people with it. Do you go with that thing, man? It's a it's a really good one. You know, uh, Cliff Bab. Yes. Yeah. From, that... uh, yeah. He he's got a Panther Bay. I, I think he has a similar rule. I think it's like 
I think he has all range perks. It's like yep. a hammer forge uh, range finder or something. I'm not sure what it was. He has rifle exactly, for but... sure. Yeah, that he's the reason that I want that gun, dude. Because yeah, but that no, it's like <laughs> he just melts people with the bro. It's like you'd think that I don't know. You you, you kind of dismiss a fusion rifle. You kill with it once. Okay, yeah, maybe I should maybe I pushed a little too far. I shouldn't have done that. But then like he's consistently he just baits people into that shit, bro. Like you cannot push him, bro. If he has special ammo. You're gonna fucking lose, dude. Like you can't, you can't get close to him. Yeah, he is definitely probably the best fusion rifle player that I play with, and he does, man. Like he will take that pantaray against anyone, and he just melts over and over and over again with it. It's absolutely crazy. We played trials on uh, shores, shores of time, and the main time we had that ace mod, he would just, he would start out with, then he would just real straight into those caves because. Just fucking funnel it into them, you know, because you think that, like, most people, they don't expect a fucking fusion rifle, you know, they just rush into the cave, <laughs> fucking boom, triple down, and he's fucking melting people with it. Yeah, he's he's actually, like, I was like, okay, people use fusion rifles as a novelty because they're, they're trying to be hipsters, and then I played against him, and I'm like, nope, legitimately, he's just going to own my shit with that fusion rifle over <laughs> and over again. Like, yeah, but... I've played against some people who are good with them, but, like, when they wanted to get competitive, they put on snipers or shotguns. Yeah. But uh, but Cliff sticks with that thing, and he just continually wrecks shop with it over and over again. Did you guys yep. see... I think I posted in chat. I know I posted on Twitter. Did you see Burning Wig's video? I where, did see that Where video. he was running yeah, I watched that hoop, too. And he, I, I believe he got a fucking team wipe with that Saladins, dude. It was on uh, <laughs> Memento, right? Yeah, it was on Memento, yeah. Fuck that map, but yeah, yeah, that fucking clip was crazy. Yeah, he he sent that to me, and I think I watched it like three times in a row. I'm like, I can't believe, like, cause he starts going, and you're like, oh, that was a cool kill. Oh, nice follow up. Oh, that was a nice kill. Oh my god, that was like the fourth person. Okay, I think he just team wiped that entire team with his Saladins. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was insane. So yeah, I wish I was good with that shit. I can't. I, I mean, I'm okay with them, but. I guess I just got to commit to that play style, but it just does not suit me. I don't know, I'm just, I'm always a guy that's aggressive, you know? Whenever they did that shotgun aerial accuracy nerf, that just killed my game yeah, entirely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Within the last uh, two weeks, I've gotten back to slide shotgunning. Like, really? I had gotten yeah. really good at jump shotgunning, and now I'm done with it. I realized that I'm going to just be frustrated if I do the bunny hop shotgunning. Yeah. So I've started to push corners, slide, and shotgun, and... Yeah, I still don't care the nice stock with the shade step too, just enable you should believe. Oh yeah, that'll do really well too. That's how I always played too with my storm caller was I was always an aerial shotgunner. So when they nerfed mm-hmm. that dude, I just I lost it all. And I worked I mean that whole meta dude, I, I that's all I ran was shotgun clever dragon. And then they they nerfed both those things. I'm like, okay. Man, yeah, I got off of uh, like shotgun a little earlier. I had really worked hard to get good. When with Graviton, you'd have double shade step. So I could shade step in, shotgun, shade step out. Yeah. And then they got rid of that second shade step. Yeah. And I tried for like a week and I'm like, oh my God, everything I spent the last two months learning how to do, I'm awful at now. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. Watching Lumi is what got me going on Night Stalker. Like I I had a pretty good um, party crasher drop. And so that that's what I used to run like back before Rise of Iron was I'd the Night Stalker trying to run the Lumi double shade step build and when they nerfed that double shade step man that sucked cuz you could like 
even with the sword, like you could double shade step, like zigzag up to people with the sword and just chop them in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those days were over, and then I went to Stormcaller and played that for like all of year two because Thunderstrike was ridiculous. I don't know. Titan is the only class I can do well on. Rocker, NFG Rocker dude keeps telling me good luck in Destiny 2 whenever we play because honestly, I am a shoulder charging, grenade launching son of a bitch <laughs> at this point in time. And once I lose my ability spam, I'm going to be in real trouble. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> awesome. You know, speaking of Rocker dude, Dadtails gave us a shout out this week. I heard that, man. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And the and they used me as a uh, one of those one of their that's what he said things. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember something about like what the fuck did he say? Oh shit! I wish I would have wrote it's it like, down. It's like it's like tickling your ass with a popsicle fluffy or some shit. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, yeah, it was some about fingers <laughs> in a butthole and washing your hands and calling yourself fluffy fingers. Some ah, yeah. Bro. It was pretty Couldn't good, have man. happened to a more uh, fantastic person. Yeah, yeah, yep. Well, and also, um, Dad Tales, uh, Stu, and Rocker all got on that uh, new community shirt that came out that lists all like the Destiny people and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. That's super that's awesome for those guys. That's yeah. I love that Hell Stu yeah. is on it. Like that's 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 like my favorite part is that like Stu has made it onto all these shirts. <laughs> And he's, you know, like, I don't know, man. I just, I love that. I love that aspect of it that, that Stu's on there. And they all give Does he stream about. much or not? No, he doesn't stream at all. He does draw awesome pictures, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> if anyone's on our Discord, they see my avatar. And it's my, uh, from the uh, charity stream we ran, I, I got a Stu avatar, which is uh, pretty fantastic. It is. It is pretty great. It's on, is With, it on uh, your Twitter, too? It is on my Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it's I've t- retweeted. I haven't actually made it my avatar on Twitter yet, but I will after we get done with this conversation okay. because okay, awesome. I really do love the No Land Beyond being called the gun of overcompensation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Yeah, good times, good times. So, okay, so before we get too off topic, um, Chuck, you're going to pick the gun that we have to use next week, right? Yes, I am. And you guys are going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Um we are going to use the new monarchy hand cannon, the free will three, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what? because well if you think about it, it's a faster rate of fire hand cannon. Like the oh, you're archetype. A monster. You are a monster. So wait, already. What, are, what are some so, other ones in that archetype? Because I, I don't um, think I own a free will. The, the most the most notable one being Thorn. Oh god damn it. So it fires like thorn so I think it's uh it requires two head two headshots, two body shots to kill. Oh my god. Just thorn like gets away in with Destiny it with two extra burn making it a three shot, right? I believe so, yeah. Three headshot, yeah, it's a th- three headshot with the burn, I believe. So, but um so but wait. the red hand, yeah, it's a four tap just like Destiny Two. We'll see how the roll is. It Hopefully, be... it's good and shitty. <laughs> Hopefully, it's shitty. <laughs> so it's gonna be a good one for me to run like Night Stalker on, so I can try and prep people with like smoke and and a wombo combo because uh, I won't get two headshots and two body shots off on them before they kill me. That or just stick with the homie and try to team shot, man. Try to clean them up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I am this also something... super bad at hand cannons. <sighs> that's that's 
that's something that's going to take getting used to, man, with the D2 is the whole team shotting thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just you guys. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I didn't like it, man. I hate to be that guy, but I did not like it. It felt stale to me as far as the whole just relying on strictly team shot. I mean, I get it. I enjoy it, but I, I think that overall, and I'm not trying to get too far off topic here, but the... Um, we have strict guidelines for topic. You can only talk. <laughs> you can only yeah, I mean, talk about. I, no, I mean, obviously, it, it was it was only a beta, and I get that. I understand. I'm not trying to judge a game by uh, a, a little glimpse that we had into it. But um, what I like about Destiny PvP in its current state is the fact that you can go one v two, one v three. You know, right. you're in trials. Your team gets wiped. You play your cards right. You can feasibly clutch that one v three if you're doing it right. And um, in D2, that's not a thing, man. <laughs> you fucking, you're outnumbered. You're fucking done, dude. Like, the time to kill is just so long. I think the only, times, the only times I, I ended up clutching 1v3 or 1v4 were when I had fusion rifle ammo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. not even shotgun. But yeah. fusion rifle, it was like, hey, that guy's coming around the corner. Dead, 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 dead. Let me disarm this bomb. Hey, I'm really proud of myself. Pat on my back. But, yeah, there's... uh. It's not a forgiving game by yourself. The hero moments uh, are way less. The, the I still rifle. really like it, but, uh, but yeah, it definitely doesn't have that moment of, uh, oh, my God, look at the shit I'm doing right now. Yeah, the fusion rifle was really good. The shotgun the shotgun was good, though. The shotgun felt good, especially, like, if you were blinking. Yeah, no, was good. Yeah, no, that did feel nice. There were things that I liked. There were things that I didn't like. It just reminded me too much of Halo. And I'm like, well, Halo Halo does a much better job of being Halo than Destiny does trying to be Halo. Yeah. I'm not saying they're trying to be that, but that's what it felt like to me, just a reliance on, like, once you hit that top level, like, once you win several games and you get put up against some tougher competition, like, you come around a corner, if you're not with the friend, you're getting melted. And, um, I don't know, it just didn't feel as dynamic to me. It just felt very, I don't know, boring, I guess you could say. I don't know. Maybe that's me. We'll see how it goes in the in the actual full release. Maybe I, I'll, maybe I just suck. <laughs> I'll be intrigued to see what it's like when we have a full population. Because that's as much it. as all of us are all like, oh man, the the D two beta's out. We're all gonna play, and everyone we know is playing. And all my friends list had like forty people on playing D two. That's still a fraction of the general population after a game drops. Right. So I will be intrigued to see. How quickly you move from like your base start to wherever you settle in on your your matchmaking. Mm-hmm. Like it took one night for me to get to a list of people in the competitive playlist that were much much better than me. I don't think that's going to happen when I play the game for real. I think it's going to take a while for me to get to a level where I'm a fifty fifty player. Well, and we there's so many things that we don't know, man. Like it's yeah, that's that's why I'm not trying to be too harsh about it. Right yeah. now. like I know that this so it was a build from several months ago. I get it, and well, I mean, I guess my main thing about it, my main point of contention is like I enjoy Destiny right now. Like, granted, this meta is shit. It's usually the worst meta we've had the entire yeah. time. I think I agreed. Yeah, and the, and it's it's kind of. I think it's kind of a, a shame that this is the way we're going out for D1. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to remember Destiny 1 as this current meta. And the fact that it's been neglected for so long, I mean, if you think about it, let's say they were willing to re- do one last bounce pass. Let's say they they, ner- they nerfed Sticky Nades, 
the Interface Bigger, a little bit of sidearms. I mean, would you be okay with that? I mean, I, I think if they were to do that, and then if I was asked to play either this current, the, that, that, um, that updated meta versus D2 as it is right now, I'd probably just stay playing Destiny 1. I'll still play the shit out of D2 for PvE, but when it comes to Crucible, man, I like it, I like it the way it is right now. I didn't see anything wrong. Which nice. other than like basic balance, you know. I mean, but if they got that right, then I don't got a problem with D one. I miss so favorite meta. Oh, go ahead. I was yeah. just I curious as to like what part like Fluffy missed year one, but there was only really one two metas, maybe three in year one. Anyways, so what was your favorite meta while you were pl- over the course of D one? I would say. Uh... I like the pulse rifle meta. That was good. When like Nerd Wins and Red Death was really good because at the time hand cannons were still good. So like there was there was Thorn, there was Last Word. The pulse rifles were good. That was a fun meta. I enjoyed that one. That was okay. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with the snipers. I didn't have a problem with the shotguns. I mean, it felt the most balanced to me personally. But I mean, it, it had its problems. I mean, none of them were perfect, but I, I think I had the most fun with that one. And maybe just maybe just because I like pulse rifles. I, I, I never had that meta, but I liked when even when the PDX was strong, man, like I would be completely fine going back to the double shade step, double twilight garrison, sniper rifle, PDX forty five is good, last word is good, thorn is still good meta. Like dude, what they did to last word breaks my heart, man. That was my favorite weapon, man. I think I still have the most kills with that weapon, even though it hasn't been good and like like fucking year dude because <laughs> i mean I was... if, you, if you think about it though like that year two meta like the biggest complaint was you would get one shot by sniper rifles granted they added flinch and i don't think flinch is a bad thing but that meta really wasn't that bad like you could get headshot by a sniper sniper rifle but most people were like hard scope so as long as you're not like pushing a stupid lane you could get a drop on them. I think the only problem was if you had headshots on them and they were almost dead and then they could finish you off after you got like, you know, two good pulses on them and then they could finish you off before you got that third pulse on them. Like, I get that that part's annoying, but it was still a great meta because you had so many options, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with the flinch thing, but I remember they introduced flinch and then, but it didn't, it wasn't affected by no land. That was a problem. The no land, no flinch. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love, I love those days. Yeah, I did too, I man. Love... I'm not gonna lie, man. I love that. I, well, I, well, I'm biased because I'm terrible with no land. <laughs> <laughs> I think if but you not... go through like the 200 clips I have on the Xbox DVR, about a hundred of them, maybe 150, are me getting flinched all the shit by Valaru and then just doming him with a no land for no, where I had no legitimate reason to get the win there, and just like. Well, one, it was a ridiculous shot, and two, it was on him. So let's record that so I can make a, a Valaru headshot montage. Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, I got to say that, that that is between the year two and that meta, those are probably my two favorite because that no land meta, we still had special ammo. So you could run no land and a fusion rifle or no or land shotgun. and a sidearm or no land and a shotgun. And it was like solid, dude. Like I love that. I loved running that. Yeah, I, I used to run. I was the opposite. I was, I was a guy, the asshole running fucking universal remote, double fucking storm color melees and a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's also fun. 
Yeah, yeah I think my a, favorite was, a terrible was Mida, person, but it was but I mean, I've always loved the Mida, so when Mida was king, it felt like I was king as well during that brief period of time. Oh, I still have the intrinsic hired cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they they took that away, and while I still run Mida, or Mida all the time, it's just, it's not the same. Like, I still get domed off of, all it takes is one missed shot to keep the flinch off of somebody, and I'm going to get domed by them, but... That that gun was, <laughs> that gun, people who were good with that Mida when it had that high kill, man, that that was a very strong gun if you knew how to use it. Dude, I was never, I, I, I just recently started using Mida, like, like forcing myself to use it because I mean I was never one of those guys you know I just never yeah. was my scout rifles never really my thing I was always a pulse rifle guy instead you know uh, it, like again it doesn't suit my place now to be sitting in the back and you know, playing that range game you know I'm always like up in the shit I have to be just it's just this weird thing I have to be close and constantly like hunting and pushing relentlessly you know if, if I'm not doing that it's not fun for me so it never seen on my play style, but sometimes like you gotta fucking run a scout like certain maps you gotta do it. But um, I was yeah, no, so, so I've forced myself to use it and getting better with it. I'm still not there yet, but it's a trip how 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 that how well that gun does at like extremely long ranges. Like the aim assist is fucking crazy. If like once you get that really long distance outside of pulse level range, that shit's crazy good. Yeah, pre-firing people who jump behind cover is great too. It's like. I know he's going to peek back out with the uh, sniper rifle, so I'm just going to keep putting shots right at that corner, and he's going to walk right out into it. Yep. See, when everyone was using the Mita, I had the uh, DIS-47 with perfect balance and full auto and hand-laid stock. Attaboy. Yeah, so I would that, would, that was my jam, dude, because I, I love that DIS-47 back then. And granted, I was not as skilled as I am now in PvP, so yeah, maybe looking at it with rose colored glasses, but that was, I couldn't, I just, I didn't start using the Mita until like the month that they nerfed it. And just <laughs> when I started getting the hang of it, they took away high cal rounds. But before that I was like DIS 47 all the way. Yeah. You know, I only run it on my, on my hunter because I hate what the, what the agility does when I'm trying to skate as a Titan or like uh, trying to do the warlock surfaces. I don't know, like certain certain times mobility is nice, like especially on the hunter. But if I'm playing Titan or Warlock, I won't even pull it out, man. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, <coughs> it's weird how that stuff affects things. I think, um, I and I, I think this because I was running Titan today and I had boots on that gave me second wind. And I think second wind also fucks with Titan skating when you're trying to skate. Like it makes it so that you can't get the full like six bursts off. Like I think it shortens it so it seems like you're going faster, but you can't actually get the full skate off if you're counting like the maximum amount of uh, jumps that you can do in a skate. Yeah, definitely. It's fun though. Still playing it, fuck. Yeah, not bad yeah. for a dead game. What? What? Three, uh, three years later, yeah, still exactly, playing it. Exactly. Yeah. So you said you're playing Halo Five. Is there anything else that you're playing recently? Not recently. Um, well, well, I picked up Halo Five. I like I planned on getting that originally, so I got it. You know, because a bunch of my friends had been playing it. Or we we planned on playing it. We had our we had our squad that I've been playing with since like fucking 2003 or whatever. So they all got Xbox Ones. And we all got it, and they only lasted about a week. And their life kind of got in the way. And then I was like, "Oh, fuck it! I'm not gonna play shit by myself. I'm right back to Destiny." So. Had a little bit of a lull between these uh, PvP seasons with the uh, little league that we got going, but I picked it back up, and a couple of my Destiny homies play it. Uh, Dimension Matter plays it. Chronic plays it. A couple other friends here and there play it. So 
we uh we went we went back in and it's fun man it's a really good game it's solid bro like there's a lot of shit that it has it has its own problems but none that are uh they're just different problems and uh overall it's a very solid game man i enjoy the shit out of it it's fun i played titanfall as well but again it wasn't enough to pull me back away from destiny i bought titanfall i loved the campaign played some multiplayer enjoyed it i just didn't have friends to play with all my friends playing destiny so i just came back to destiny but I don't know, man. I'm not really the other game kind of guy right now. As I'm just all in on this one right now. I only play in the evenings. Fall one and, or two. Uh, two. I played Titanfall one on two. Played... So good. I got I got so Titanfall two as well, man. We should all we should all figure out a night that we can play. I know a bunch of dad. No, I'm down. Have it too, man. <clears throat> it's a good game, man. It's solid. I had no problems with it. It wasn't the game itself. Yeah, like I I, I I picked it up and right away I did really well. But <clears throat> I, I was just playing by myself. So I was like, oh, I'd rather play with friends. I think I think that would be I so last time we did a Titanfall night we just got we just got absolutely stomped. I think that would be a good game for us to get enough people to run private server on like a private match cuz I think we'd have a lot more fun like if we could shit talk each other and play Titanfall cuz then we're all potatoes, you know, since none of us yeah. really main the game. That, that I think that'd be a good idea. Man, I just want a hemlock in Destiny, bro. Give me that fucking pulse rifle, bro. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> that fucking thing's nice, dude. I found yeah. that I loved Titanfall in terms of the gunplay. Uh, and then when the Titans came in, my game just went to shit. Oh, dude, totally. So I, just, I just found myself playing pilot versus pilot, and then somebody's like, why are you even doing that? Just go play COD. And I'm like, well... Because I own Titanfall, I guess. But uh, no, it's different. That's right. It's fair. I mean, honestly, the I absolutely love the pilot versus pilot game mode, and I know the big selling point on Titanfall is the Titans. But I could go without them and not be upset. Well, I think I, I'm with you, but I think my problem with the Titans is I I haven't played enough of the game to learn the Titans, like. I haven't even gone through the whole campaign yet. I totally planned on going through the whole campaign, but I have not gone through the whole campaign yet. Dude, you got to do it, man. It's so good. I mean, it's only about seven or eight hours worth, but it's so worth it. It's what's crazy, but what I like about it is um, you could tell that the devs had a certain direction for every every single level that you're doing. It's like they, they, they introduced a different mechanic or like a different type of weapon or a different type of like map design. And they're just taking you on a journey. Like every single, every, every level you play is a little bit different. And they're just basically just showing off all the different things you can do in the game throughout. And it's fucking incredible, man. Like the campaign is really solid. It, it, I mean, granted it's short, but I mean, most first person shooter campaigns are short. Yeah. But it's a good time, man. You should check it out, bro. I, I got, I had every intention to play it. I'm really bad at playing campaigns. I had every intention to play it, and I got a few hours into it, but I haven't picked it up since. And I should. I just haven't. Once you get through the, uh, like, whatever you want to call the... There's a level where they're basically building prefabbed houses. It involves a whole lot of platforming. Like, that. once that level's over, it just accelerates so fast towards the end, and... There's a level where you're jumping in and out of like the past, and that is the oh, maybe my favorite level of any game ever in terms of single player. Dude, that you... was, it was so innovative, so cool. You, you didn't get that far yet? No, you guys sold me until he said platforming, 
and I might not ever play it now. <laughs> you no, wouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's, dude, don't even think of it like no, that. I'm think not, of like, think, think of it like super fast Titan skating with clamoring. Yeah. It's it's not bad, bro. Did you ever play uh, Ninja Gaiden? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but like, think of Titan skating Ninja Gaiden. I'll take games that I sucked at for 800, Alex. Dude, that when they remade that game, it was so hard, but it was so much fun, man. That was that game was game. fucking incredible, bro. Yeah. That was a good one. I enjoyed the shit out of that. They need to come up with another one of that like, I... next gen systems, bro. Oh my goodness. Just any sort of ninja game, dude. Give me a give me a ninja game like that. But yeah, specifically that one would be good. Didn't they say something about New Shinobi? I don't know if that was a thing or not. Maybe. That, I mean, there. I, I hadn't heard anything, but uh, there, certainly possible. Wasn't there? Wasn't there one mm, around Xbox 360? I feel like I played one with my PS3. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. I, don't know. I could look it Ninja up. Ninja Gaiden's a good one, though. That's, that's too much work. Nips, what have you been playing? So I got hooked in the Diablo free play weekend last weekend, and uh, so I bought that. Oh, so it's not a free play anymore. It's no longer a free play. No, I I definitely paid the $40 and I'm now playing this full time. Um, so I put a lot of hours into that. It turns out there are a ton of people on my friends list who played this game religiously for a whole bunch of time that have put it down because they just keep hopping into the game and all of their powers are so amazing. So Trug jumped in with me a couple of days ago. And we went to the final boss of the single-player campaign, so Diablo himself, and he two-shot him. Like, I was like, <laughs> I worked my way through the whole game. He pops in and is like, oh, yeah, all right, well, cool. And I'm like, hey, I get to advance the story. So that was really fun. But uh, <laughs> So I've been having a lot of fun with that game. I got Valoru to buy Gears a while back, oh, nice. and so we've been trying to run him through some Horde Mode runs because I absolutely got, love Gears Horde Mode. And you want Valkyria uh, and work up your KD in Gears now? <laughs> uh, I would like him to get good because I figure if he gets good, then we can up the difficulty to some of the really hard ones and then make him carry us there. Yeah, uh -huh. I'm seeing a trend here with uh, Val in the video games that you play. <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what's going to happen watch, watch, when you guys get all old as shit, bro, and he's like a senior citizen, man, he's going like, to show up to your house today in a wheelchair, you have to wipe his ass for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I owe him at this point in time, so it's probably a fair trade. Say, so you fucking know why. <laughs> I, like this. I like this idea. There's a Magic the Gathering game out there called Duels of the Planeswalker. I have all of the achievements except for two of them. And both of them are like less than 3% of the people who have played it have gotten it. So I'm slowly working my way towards getting those done. This game has been out for like two and a half years. And one of them is win 500 multiplayer games. And I'm sitting at the, like... Uh... Is that the same one that was on 360? It is. So they had like yearly release releases. So I assume there's one on 360 as well. I don't know if it's the same one. This one has like, it covered like four paper magic releases, which is, you know, you have to be a magic player to sort of get that. But basically it started mm -hmm. with magic origins and has worked its way through the last two sets or three sets. But anyways, there's one that's, you know, 
win 500 multiplayer duels and I'm sitting at like 350 right now. So I have to just knuckle down and grind and it's a little bit killing me inside, but I know I need to do it if I ever want to get that. And that, that draw of a, of an achievement that's less than 3% of people who have played the game have it is sort of just gnawing at me. Like, listen, if you win five games a day for 40 days, you're there. I don't know why you're being <laughs> such a whiny bitch about this. And I'm like, it's brutal because then when you lose a game, it's like, oh my God, I just wasted all my time. So when I, when I think magic, like I, I understand the card. Well, I don't understand, but I know of the card game. So this is the card game on console. Yeah, basically. Yes. Yep. So how do they have, they do, have they, do they make money well. in the same way? Like, and you have to buy decks virtually, or how does that work? For this game, it is solely it's free to play, and you don't need to buy anything to build up your uh, set. But you can speed up your unlocking of cards by buying coins to buy more packs. So you can earn coins if you want to speed up your progress. You can buy them. So I think I've probably put like twenty dollars into this game over two and a half years. My brother is about, I would say. 100 wins behind me he's put zero dollars into it so man on you just need to have I, <laughs> I probably dropped about a good 40 or 50 in like two weeks <laughs> this is right before i got my xbox one it's it comes fun, down man. to discipline on those games uh, is it, warframe is, it... is another one of those games i've Wait. been playing some warframe i know you're playing some warframe yeah, too that's one of those games where if you have discipline and you just be patient you can get through and use the trading markets and all that kind of stuff and never have to actually spend your money but sometimes it's real easy to click the button to spend some money and move on with life is it is it pay to win though in that sense with magic if you can buy more decks is that giving you more of an advantage or is it not an environment where it really matters it matters a yeah, it matters in the early part of the game. Like, once you unlock a certain segment of the cards, you can build something that's competitive and not pay to win anymore. Okay. But what obviously the people who have the largest card pool can have the most flexibility in building a deck. So yeah, well, spending the money to unlock those cards is where the money comes in. Okay. Yeah, well, you can only have... And yeah, you can only have four of any one card. If it's not a basic land card or like your, your your mana or your fuel, I guess you could say for the game to make all your cards go, you can only have four of each one. So I mean, after you open so many packs, eventually you're gonna have four of most of them. So it just depends on whether or not you're getting the super powerful ones. And I guess if you do drop enough money, you will eventually get the powerful card that you that might push you over the top. But in order to build a deck that has a the mechanics to, to be functional. You don't really need to go all crazy with it. Okay. And now I'm pushing up on my glasses and adjusting my pro- pocket protector and saying, <laughs> so ends the nerd part of this week's you, podcast. You know what, oh, though, yes, man? Bro. Like, <laughs> anyone listening to this, the, you know, it don't matter, man. Like, no, okay. Yeah, I love the if, game, if a too. Dude, yeah. If a dude just put 2,000 hours in a desk and he wants to call me a nerd, he's more than welcome to <laughs> <laughs> Right, like, like get the fuck out of here. We're all nerds, bro. Yeah, like, if you're, you're listening, listening to, to a us. Destiny podcast, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fuck you in your glass house, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I've been playing Warframe two on PC, trying to work up my skills. I like 
I like the upgrade system on Warframe. Like I'm getting, I'm so just starting out and scratching the surface of Warframe, but I'm at the point now where I have cards and I'm learning how you upgrade your cards and abilities and stuff like that to make your weapons better. Like kind of like how perks are on Destiny. And I, I like mm-hmm. where they're going with that. So I'm excited to see how that pans out. So what, what kind of, get, what is, what is it? Warframe is like Destiny, it's free to play, and you are basically a space ninja. So it's like Destiny, but space ninja. Instead of space magic, it's space ninja? Exactly, dude. And it, it's once you start getting those ninja abilities, it's fun, and you can be very fast. Like, like what Hunter, is it, like first when, person, third person? No, it's, like, it? it's just like Destiny. So it's first person. But really? when, when you say like it's kind of like being like a ninja hunter... Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a lot of flying around the map, uh, getting to spots where people can't see you, and then killing them either silently or before they have a chance to raise an alarm. And then you have, like, all kinds of super crazy perks to make you a god, basically, uh, depending on how you level up. But it does feel a lot like Destiny. It's just sort of more, more stealth and more... I don't know, stabbing, I guess, you because don't have the melee be gets done a lot more. Right. Like, I am really bad because I'm playing on PC, and I con- I haven't gone through a map yet or a mission yet where they don't set off the alarm, like, 80 times. So <laughs> it just means you kill more people. It's not a bad thing. Um, there's times where I've just been running and the alarm's been going off, and I'm like, God, there's a lot of fucking people on this level. No, it's cool, man, though. It's, it is really cool, and it's... So I was listening to the Planet Destiny podcast, and I think Tefty was saying something like, the game has been out since 2013, and they've done 95 live streams about updates. Or maybe it was just they've done 95 updates, or patches or something like that but no yeah no, i remember that was, that was uh on the dcp podcast yeah. i remember they talk about that because like you know how the uh dj has his little their little live streams where we're talking to dj on the couch plus whatever crucible designer or whatever guy he has but yes yeah, so they've done it like 95 times that's a trip yeah man. we've yeah. gotten what like six or seven maybe yeah like probably it's, it's probably more than that yeah but, but not content. much more no 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 so it's yeah dude if you if you haven't played it and you want something different to play, it's definitely a fun game. Like it's... It is a lot of fun with people. Uh, I'll put it that way. When playing solo, I'm just kind of, I get bored of it kind of quickly. But if you have a group of people to play with, especially as you're learning, somebody who knows what they're doing, it, uh, all right, so this is going to be sort of a repeated uh, theme of my life, I guess, but... I started playing it because Valeru was playing it. Um, <laughs> yes, and, yes. Oh, God damn it! And, unsurprisingly, you he was very good. Are you his little brother? <laughs> so Val yeah, was playing because... in the living room, and he told me to fuck off. But I just sat there anyways and bugged his friends until they let me play. So I went over and started playing it, and I was like, "All right, this game's nothing." Uh, and then he's like, "Hey, dude, come play, and I'll tell you what to do." And by the end of that night, so like four hours of game time, it was like, holy shit, this is a totally different game than what I thought it was, and I'm hooked. I don't know. I've played a ton of it, Then I put it down for six months, and I just started playing again this week, so it's completely different, because I think they've had 
five or six updates those six months and they're um, coming out with a new update to like change a bunch of bunch of stuff they said but it's still a really fun game and so and it's free so if you hate it you can play it for free and then never have to pick it up again uh no harm done to you i haven't played with anyone yet so if you're on pc and you want to play warframe hit me up on steam because apparently it's or find somebody fun. less annoying <laughs> Uh, how do i how do i ddos <laughs> oh shit nips is gone chuck you want to do a podcast <laughs> um okay um no so it's funny that you say getting bored because i i do admit like i would play a mission of warframe and like i beat a mission by myself and i'd be like okay time to go play paladins or time to go play a little bit of doom I did put in probably like two to three hours on Paladins, two to three hours on Doom, and two to three hours on Warframe this week. So on Doom, I I had to turn down the, the level of difficulty because I just got to a point where I couldn't get any further. And when I turned down the level of difficulty, I started really having a lot of fun in that game. Um, <laughs> and I went to, I don't know if you know this, Chuck, but uh, Maddie works for the company that makes doom and he did a lot of qa <laughs> testing on it and so i went i was talking to him i'm like yeah dude i was like i had to turn down the skill level today like i i i couldn't do it and as soon as i did it was a lot of fun he's like yeah he goes it's fun to just go through and be a god and kill a billion things isn't it and i was like yeah <laughs> i really i really enjoy just kind of running through and and just just dominating and i figure i can always do another playthrough at a harder difficulty once i kind of understand the the movement and stuff yeah you know i, I didn't play too much of the game i played the uh they had a closed alpha and i i snagged the code on twitter somehow and um yes yeah, so I, I did the closed alpha and that was it but again it was enough to pull me away from destiny so <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, I, I didn't cop the full version yeah but um, but I heard it's good. I heard it's a good campaign. Yeah, dude. For fifteen dollars, I'm uh I'm not I'm not sad about spending fifteen dollars on that game. That's for sure. So I didn't play any Magic guys, but I did play some League of Legends this week. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On Monday after the podcast, actually after the podcast ended, and I had a good buzz going. I played some League with Kazi and a bunch of people, and I actually did really well. Later in the week. I did a lot of feeding to the other team, but on Monday I did really good. Um, but it was really funny because I think there was three or four of us in the party, and then there was two, two or three blueberries. I forgot how many people were in that that instance. But these two kids were fighting each other on chat, and it was the funniest shit I have ever seen. Like seeing people try and talk shit on chat in league of legends and like troll each other i'm like you guys this is this is very sad i mean i'm entertained like i'm not gonna look away but this is pretty sad guys <laughs> oh, but you gotta love good dumpster fire man dude oh my god oh it was it was it was pretty good it was because it's not good. voice chat right it's only typing yeah so we when we play we're all in a discord chat that he has so we all just jump on discord so we all have like a party chat to talk to each other with but everyone else is just typing so yeah everyone's like typing things so i don't know what i'm doing man so they they say and respond and work with the team and i just kind of go where they tell me to go and do things that they tell me to do yeah seeing 
seeing people fight on text chat is hilarious. The definition of a keyboard warrior. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. Oh shit. So I don't know, man. If I if I can't find any friends to play Warframe with on PC, though, uh, I might have to pick it up on Xbox just so I can experience what it's like. Yeah, it would be really neat if they had crossplay. Yeah, uh, be because cool. I think that's. I mean, there is a PvP element, but it's not very good. So I don't know if they have to worry about it a whole lot. So it's one of those things that if they could make the PvE experience be crossplay, that'd be a lot of fun. Speaking of crossplay, that has nothing to do with beer. <laughs> oh my god, I was worried that was the transition you were going for. It was. It, was. it didn't work. So what I just decided to let it tank. <laughs> I just went for a tank, man. Sometimes that's a good transition. Just roll with it. I'll edit all this out. Totally not gonna edit this out. You can't edit that shit out, man. Nah, bro. That's that's fucking gold, dude. <laughs> so, uh, so Nips, what are you drinking on? <laughs> oh, tonight it's been absent. So the fact that I'm not uh, tripping balls is pretty incredible. That's what you think. Um, this whole time you've been like, talking about the fucking dinosaur in the kitchen. <laughs> so what, like, le- like actual, like, legit absinthe? Yeah, yeah, made with wormwood. Uh, there's actually, it's legal up here in Wisconsin to brew it. So one of the local breweries makes a wormwood absinthe. And it's uh, it's pretty good. I've been enjoying it. But for my suggestion this week... Also not taking a beer, so I it took all of three weeks for me to move away from following the <laughs> rules of your suggestions. But last uh, night, my, my buddy for Game of Thrones brought over Monkey Shoulder, is the name of it. And it's a mixed single malt. So there are three different single malts mixed together. It's a blended single malt, which is absurd for anyone who actually drinks scotch. Because single malts are obviously sort of their own little thing, but they take three of them that aren't good enough on their own, basically, <laughs> and mix them together. I think it's Glenfiddich, Belvine, and Kaninvi. I've never actually seen that one. So right. Glenfiddich and Belvine I've had before. Isn't it Glenfiddich? Whatever. Yes. <laughs> fair enough. I was I don't a bartender. It's not fair. So Sorry. That's, no, that's fair. It's a poor pronunciation on my part. Uh, God, you it's not this whole show, for. man. I'm done. <laughs> Touche. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's fair. It's fair. It's, I will take my beatings when I get them. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's like a really mellow. If you're not a big scotch drinker, it's a really mellow scotch. But I thought it was really enjoyable. So we killed basically two-thirds of a bottle between two of us in the course of that 50-minute Game of Thrones episode. So... Uh, I would say if you're if you're not sure you like scotch and you want to just sort of take training wheels, give uh, Monkey Shoulder a shot. So I have to ask, because you say that you did it while watching Game of Thrones. When you go to watch Game of Thrones, do you turn it on or do you call Val and see if he's also watching Game of Thrones before <laughs> you turn it on? So, our good friend Valeroo <laughs> does not have HBO, so oh. he has to stream it after it comes out an hour later. So I watch it and then spoil the shit out of it for him. <laughs> oh, that's what bro. friends do. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, it's not very nice, bro. Chuck, what, what about you, man? Do you have any adult beverages of choice this week? 
Uh, yeah, I've been. I have one of these uh, chocolate milk stout from Boxing Bear Brewing. It's a uh, local group up here in Albuquerque. They actually won a gold medal in the 2016 Great American Beer Festival for nice. the uh, in the sweet stout category. But yeah, they're uh, they're really good, bro. They're very critically acclaimed. They won a brew pub of the year, a mid-sized brew pub of the year last year. They've won uh, a gold for their double red the previous year. Yeah, they're they're, they're doing really well. They've only been around for a few years, but um, you know, they're like five minutes down the street from my house. Local little local joint. My uh, a good friend of mine's the head brewer there, the owner, and uh, so I like to support his shit as much as I can. We'll pick up a growler here or there, but um, yeah, it's definitely good stuff. It's uh, only distributed locally here in New Mexico for the time being. We're still uh, focusing locally first. They're working on getting distribution elsewhere, but yeah, they're doing okay. They're just doing it all themselves right now. They're not like with any type of distribution house at the moment. They're just doing all the legwork themselves, getting their, uh, get it out there in like, retail markets, but for the time being, yeah, it's good stuff. That and I uh, picked up a bottle of uh, Bushmills Ten Year Irish whiskey. I don't like Scotch. I like Irish. I'm not a I'm not a Scotch guy. I just can't do it, man. I don't know. I don't like the peat. I don't like the smokiness. It's not my thing. But what's funny is the thing about the Bushmills Ten Year. It's like as close to a Scotch as an Irish whiskey that I'll drink. I don't know. It's not bad. It's good. Cool. So is and Bushmills is usually very good as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Ten Year. I like that, and I like. Um, Big fan of the Red Breast 12 year Irish. That's a good one too. Smooth. You said boxing beer brewing? Boxing beer. Boxing bear. Um, so yes. okay. So chocolate chocolate beers, man, they're like they're, no, they're so I hit or miss. A, so it, it's, it's a good I, I don't one. I like huh? sweet beers typically, bro. Like I don't like I don't like sweet beer. Like yeah. I'm not like a chocolate style kind of guy. It's just not my thing, but that one's really good. It's 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 solid, bro. I think that's why they did so well in that festival and they, they won that award is because it's subtle it's not tastefully it's not like it's not just a sweet beer you know well, it's, it's a stout yeah some of them almost have like a bitter chocolate like like a dark chocolate bitterness that i i just can't usually get into but if it's got a good flavor man that's awesome no it's good it's a good one no, I, I mean I, I like pretty much any type of beer i mean i like ipas i like pails i like reds i like stout porter whatever it just depends on whatever i'm in the mood for like right now the uh oktoberfest beer started coming i actually work oh, for yeah. a beer distributor here and so uh it's weird what they start doing it's like it's summertime but they're trying to push out the next seasonal sure they're trying to get all the summer beer off the shelf and so the uh the october the oktoberfest the german mars and style beers are are starting to come out so uh the sam adams one is already out and uh just waiting on that War Center. The War Center Oktoberfest is super good. I like that. It's probably my favorite overall. Dude, I Feel love, like, like oh, when, it, it, when it's fall, I love a good Oktoberfest and, like, a frosty mug of beer sitting outside when the air is, like, cool. Like, that is, yeah, that is, that is the best thing ever, dude. Hell, yeah. I feel like the Oktoberfest celebration in Munich is usually mid to late September. And since we're mid or early early to mid August right now starting to, to see the market start to show up with those beers. Isn't that ridiculous? Well, yeah. Well, it just seems like, yeah, well, for like the beer markets, it's like everybody wants to have the first new seasonal out right. because people get sick of the old one, you know? And it's like, they, they like you'll see summer beers in fucking March. You'll see the spring beers in December. You'll see winter beers in October and the, 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 the autumn fall beers. They start coming out in like July. 
it's like they want to be out on the shelf first because they, they move quickly like that. I feel um, like Oktoberfest usually came out more in September. Like five years ago, you were seeing them more maybe, in September than you were in August. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, I, mean, I think it's just a distribution decision yeah. down here. Down here, anyways, that's, what, that's how it's been down here. Well, well, Sam Adams, too. Like, they're... I usually don't go for more of the mainstream beers, but they got that Oktoberfest lockdown, man. But yeah, no, that's a, it's definitely their that. best beer. Yeah, it's I their agree. best beer for sure. Yeah, it's a good one, man. The beer I'm going to recommend this week is from Avery Brewing. It's uh, Maharaja. It's a double IPA. It's a 10% alcohol, so it's another, you know, you have a couple of them, you're feeling pretty good. So this is, uh, it, it was originally part of their Dictator series, which Avery is out of Colorado. Um, and it, it was one of those beers that only came in like the giant, like, what are they, 24 ounce bottles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of my buddies, I helped him do something. I totally forgot what I helped him do. Anyways. The, the same of, ones that do the Hog Heaven, right? They do Hog Heaven as well? I don't know. Pretty sure. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. So. Uh, I helped him do something. Uh, oh, I helped him with his car. Like I, 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 besides video games, like I do a lot of automotive stuff too. And so I helped him. He had some car troubles. I helped him with his car, and it ended up being a late night. Like we started working on his car. It was like stuck in a ramp at like five o'clock, and I got home at like eleven o'clock at night. And that was all I did was work on his car in a parking ramp. And so homeboy hooked me up with this bottle of beer, and he's like, "I bought this. It's supposed to be good. I haven't tried it yet." I brought it home. Debbie and I cracked it one night eating dinner, and we were like, holy crap. And it was, at the time, like one of my favorite beers I'd ever had. Um, It definitely is up there with uh, Mercenary, which I recommended last week. But it was one of those beers that only came out like once a year, right? And it was, this was two or three years ago that I helped them out. So when they'd come out with Maharaja, like when the liquor store would get it, I would literally go to the liquor store in South Minneapolis and I would buy every bottle that they had. You know, I'd buy like mm-hmm. five or six bottles at a time because I knew I wasn't going to see it again. And they just mm-hmm. recently, like this year, started making it so that you can get it. They they started canning it and you can get it all year all year round now. So it's in a ca- can? Yeah, so you can get it in a can now and you can get it. Really? Like, yep, the liquor store by me. We have a really cool liquor store uh, by us that has lots of really good beers like that. And they, they always have it stocked. Or every other time I go there, they have it stocked. But yeah, so you can get all those Dictator series ones now in cans. And they, they brew them year-round now. That's cool, yeah. Because I remember seeing that. I used to work in the liquor store. We had we had those. But they were only the 24-ounce bottles. Yeah. But we didn't we never had any types of cans or any other packs like that. They were all serious singles. But there was there were several of them. I like the, just the Avery. Just a set of regular IPA and a six-pack. That's a good one, too. Yeah. There are. Yeah, Avery has a lot of good beers, man. They they definitely... They're up there with Odell's for one of my, one of my top uh, brewers. Absolutely. So a cursory Google search does say that Hog Heaven is made by Avery. It's their uh, Imperial Red IPA. Ooh, I'm going to try that. Dude. So that that's a yeah. good beer, too? Yeah. Nice. So when we make our uh, road trip for our uh, Potato Thumbs podcast live from Colorado <laughs> Brewing yes. brewing Companies, uh, we're going to take the five, uh, five and a half, six-hour trip down to uh, 
New Mexico to get some of this boxing bear as well, right? No, oh, Chuck yeah, is going to meet us in Colorado and bring it up to us, dude. You gotta, you gotta work. Yeah, that'll work too, man. He's gonna, he's gonna come up and meet us in Colorado. Yeah, and then we'll, then we'll all drive down on hammer to shit. <laughs> no, we'll I'll take you on the tour, man. We'll it'll be like the the most expensive Uber ever. Then... No. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about that dude? That uh, that dude here. I think it was the NFL player. So they took an Uber for from the like... Bills, right? He like Ubered from his hometown all the way up to Buffalo. Yeah, really? all the way to Buffalo, but like clear across the country. Yeah, this dude was like. I'm going if you're going. He's like, I'll be just you took him all the way across the country, man. That's true. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's one, one cool thing about Albuquerque. Yeah, it's hot as shit and it's kind of dirty. And the crime is fucking absurd here sometimes. But um, one thing we do have going for us is definitely fucking brew pubs, man. There's uh, this boxing bear. Then we also have another one called Marble Brewery. There's uh, La Cumbre. There's there's several really good brew pubs. They're uh, they're doing well out here, man. The, the industry is doing very well. The brew I, pubs. I would like to several. see New Mexico at some point, man. Like I, I've never been there, but I like I like dry heat climates. I like the uh, landscape, so I would definitely dig seeing that. I have I have a good friend who grew up in New Mexico, and she'd always show me pictures and stuff of it. And it looks like a cool area. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's got mountains, man. It's it's, it's got cool mountains, and um, it, it's a good place to be if you like outdoor shit. Like. Yeah. There's a lot of this camping, fishing, wintertime is skiing, snowboarding. There's a lot of things you do outside, hiking, whatnot. Dude, so <laughs> I'll never forget when we were we were playing a game, maybe sweats or something, and you, you were like you're like talking about how they were doing jaywalking stings, like talking dude, about they, crime. And I was like I, I like thought you were making a joke, you know, and I'm like, dude, they're they're doing stings on like jaywalking? Like that's insane. Well, no, it's because there's this really shitty part of town. I used to be like, <laughs> I, used to, I used to live in a shitty part of town. <laughs> and like, right on this Main Street, uh, Central Avenue, like, it's, it's Route 66, but like, uh, once you get to a certain point, it gets pretty bad. There's like a lot of drunks, a lot of a lot of junkies. The drug problem here is really bad, really. Like, drugs are really out of hand here. Um, it, it's kind of it, it's really depressing. It's fucked up, man. But um, there's this one intersection where they all seem to congregate because uh, th- these people would ride the bus and they get off on the bus at this main intersection because it's like a Walmart right there. There's a Walgreens, all there's all kinds of shit. So they would get off the bus and instead of walking 30 feet up to the intersection use the crosswalk, they just cross the street right there so they can go to Walmart or whatever it is. And um, so when you think about it, you're, you're turning onto a major street. You're you're in the, you're looking in the intersection for cars, for pedestrians, and whatnot. So you make your turn. You're not looking for somebody right directly in front of you as soon as you make that turn. So like these people were getting hit by cars. Some a lot of people were dying and shit. So like it was really bad. And like cops, you actually had to have a jaywalking sting. They set up like all around. They were citing these people for jaywalking because it was like a big safety issue. Like it got so bad. Like so many people were dying by getting hit by cars. Like just junk people just stumbling off the bus trying to walk to wherever the fuck they're going. They want to walk twenty feet up the road to use a crosswalk. That was fucked up, man. It's bad, dude. Can I pay my citation in methamphetamines? <laughs> because oh, if meth. the answer is no, I'm in real trouble. Oh, bro. Meth was so 1998, bro. It's all heroin now. <laughs> well, up here in Wisconsin, while there is some heroin, there's still a lot of meth as well. So it yeah, just takes just, a little bit longer to get up here. It's just a mess, bro. It's like we're, we think about it, we're like four hours north of what is. And, um, 
it, like like what is is on the other side of El Paso. So you, if you're heading north with a shipment full of drugs, you're gonna take I-25, and um, Albuquerque intersects at I-25 and I-40. I-40 goes clear across the country from Cali all the way to the East Coast. I-25 goes all the way up to Wyoming, so it's like a major hub, and so they, they it goes come straight up. And you think of like all the people, like all, all the jokes coming up from the South, like the cartel, there's like cartel violence and shit. Like they said, like Mexico right now is literally the second deadliest country in the world right now. It's fucked up. Man. That's insane, dude. Yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I I love I love the state for like what it offers in terms of beauty and activities, but. It, there's a lot of reasons to not like it, and there's a lot of reasons to make me not want to raise my family here. <laughs> trying to get out, man. Yeah. On a happier note, uh, <laughs> let's go back to talking about booze. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is why we drink. <laughs> Speaking of trying we're... to get out. <laughs> no, Fluffy, no. <laughs> just deal with the fact that at this point of the week, we have a normal segment, and that segment is our Twitch streamer of the week that we enjoy listening to. So, this Listen, week... Do we enjoy uh, listening to him, or do we enjoy watching him? Because I personally enjoy watching him. That beautiful, honestly, I beautiful don't, face. <laughs> I don't actually watch Twitch streams. Normally, I have it up at work as background music. So, I say listening, but yeah, it's definitely watching. <laughs> As much as I want to try to protect protect myself from my faux pas, it's just me screwing up. So this this Twitch streamer is someone that that Chuck selected, but someone that I totally one hundred percent support as the selection for this week. Um, I don't know, dude. You want to tell us about him a little bit? Yeah, it's um, Cyborg Sasquatch from Dirt Fam. That's the homie. Um, they have their own podcast, obviously, the uh, Destiny Reset podcast. But they, um, they've been doing their thing. But um, really, it's cool. But as a community, they creative. They literally have like fifteen hundred people in their Discord, like or in their clan, in their groups and whatnot. Um, massive group of people, and they're all just chill, yeah. normal dudes. You know, just just really cool people. And there are a lot of cool people to that clan. Yeah, dude. It's but, like um, it's like thousands of people, and there's just everyone's chill. And, everyone's yeah, chill. It's just, yeah, it's just like it, it, like like whenever all my friends list was completely depleted, and I had nobody to play with, that was literally the only dude still playing Destiny on my friends list. So like, they, they I just joined their Discord and fucking got right in and met so many people, so many people I play with regularly now, and and just good dudes all together. But yeah, he's uh one of the founders of that podcast, and uh, he he started streaming. He had been streaming for a while, but I think uh, once he built this PC, got ready for the Destiny Two rig and whatnot. Um, started streaming he's got his it's legit now he just recently reached affiliate status i think he had his first affiliate stream on a saturday night or something but yeah. yeah good dude just check it out he's legit and uh it's, it's a good place good, yeah good dude. definitely someone that's that is if you have like a sub to give away if you want to invest in a sub in someone like cyborg is good people man like i i i got the pleasure of spending a couple days with them at, at a guardian con like i got to I got to hang out in the pool and drink a bunch of beer with him one night. Like he's, he is a solid dude. Like you, you know, their podcast, dude, what they've probably been going on like close to three years now, at least two. It, yeah. At least two. It's like, yeah, but, but good too. They hit their hundredth episode oh, yeah, that's right. a month or two, month or two ago. But yep. yeah, they've been doing good, man. Yeah, it's, it's a good show that they've been doing it for a while. And 
it's cool to see like the progression from like where it started to like where it is today. And, yeah. Um, the, the group has just grown and grown and grown and it's just really just a bunch of people that just want to link together and um, the, the people that uh, founded it definitely deserve some recognition for what, for what they've done for the community. They definitely kept me involved. I, mean, I don't know what I'd be doing elsewhere. I'd probably move on to a different game or something by now, but they provided like a framework for people to link up and play. Yeah, and who he is on the podcast really is who he is on person. Like, he is he's such a solid nice dude on the podcast and that's that's the type of person he is too man um <laughs> i uh <laughs> i decided to watch some uh video on demand today because i had not ever watched his twitch tv channel before today and the very first thing i heard was him to tell chuck to go fuck himself <laughs> as i was listening so okay, i would also uh i would also give him two thumbs up as a streamer because i feel like he's got a real good uh taste and personality <laughs> okay no there's a story behind this and first of all like yeah cyborg is a good dude but whenever you're just hanging out and party chat or whatever you know like it's it, it's like we are with any of our friends you know it's it, it's a very casual environment and where we're constantly telling each other to go fuck themselves. Right. <laughs> so it's not, right. like, it's not yeah, a big no, deal. No. But no, no, but what happened, he was, uh, they were playing trials, him and Gamester, two of my teammates for the league, and uh, Crimson Warrior, the three of them were playing trials because Cyborg had to knock out like 11 heavy kills for the record book in trials. So um, he was starting to stream up or whatever, and, uh, and I was with Cliff and Psycho, and uh, so we were like, yeah, we'll fucking, I was like, well, hold on, we'll grab a card too. We'll try to fucking, we'll, we'll try to stream snipe you and get up in there. We'll try to link up in trials to see if we can do it. And so we got a card and we uh, figured out a way to do it, you know, because there is a stream delay. So he, uh, so we, we arranged it through Discord. So he let me know when he's queuing up. We, we, we The first fucking trial we matched up against. Him. No way. Dude. It was the first awesome. trial. Hell like yeah. literally first try we just started laughing like holy shit this is for real i was like all right well fuck it like we had no warm-up or nothing it was our first match of the night we're like well fuck it we gotta win (laughs) 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 i was like okay hold on we gotta win no mercy we're gonna teabag the shit out of them but uh we'll let him like when it comes to for heavy round we'll let him do the thing so we won the first two rounds uh, heavy round started and then uh Cyborg picked up his sword. He had a sword, right? So, uh, okay. Well, so we got in front of the heavy. We just started dancing. Right? He picks up the sword, kills us. And then he let us res each other. So we're resing each other. He probably got like six or seven kills or whatever. But by this time, I had built up my fucking Titan slab. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Cliff, you know, want to slide it? <laughs> so I did it. And like, it was the funniest thing, man. I don't know. I don't know how it was received in terms of the street, but I was too busy laughing my own ass off. It was, oh, it crazy. was hilarious. He was not yeah. expecting you to smash at all. <laughs> and then like, I was for emo, and you were teabag. It was all just fun, you know. It was whatever. We're like, yeah, we linked up the game, so we'll do it again the next time. We'll, we'll let him finish this thing. But yeah, so then we just played it out afterwards. It was fun just to match against a homie in trials. You know, like, uh, I, it's very, it's not very often you, you play against your actual friends in trials, yeah. like a competitive environment like that, but it was fun. You know, he ended up getting it the next year on his funny day and then messaging somebody from the next team, and uh, they let him finish out his kills, so they were just hanging out in trials just like that, you know, because... <laughs> That's awesome, man. It, it's easy to tilt in that shit, but yeah, it was funny. It was funny. We tried to match up against him a few times, but it didn't work. It was just that first time was all, all the stars aligned. And it was just a good time. But yeah, he's a good dude, awesome. though. He's a good sport about it. And, we, and well, lots of laughs playing with those guys, man. It's always about having a good time laughing. And that's what it's all about, man. So yeah, check out his stream. It's a good one. 
Yeah, so that's Cyborg Sasquatch. C-Y-B-O-R-G-S-A-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H. I had to look up the link and paste it into notes because there is no way I was going to be able to spell that out otherwise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's he's part of Destiny Reset podcast or Derp Band. Yeah, he, yeah, he plays a lot of other games too, and um, he's doing. I think he's going to do. He's going to main Xbox for uh, D two plus play a little bit of PC, but he also plays a bunch of other games as well. So it's not just Destiny, and it, it, it really it's all about the community that they've created, like their podcast itself, yeah. and then. So I mean, it's it's always a positive environment. Everybody kind of knows everybody, and even if you don't know each other, just everybody's a very welcoming, which is really cool about that that group. They're very welcoming, just like your guys' crew too. You know, like I bet fluff through them, and then in turn, I met the rest of the Death RX and Chess guys, and all these custom games. It's just all about having fun, man. And I think we're doing a find good ways to pass the time. Yeah, Cliff is Cliff is part of Derp Fam too. That's how I met Cliff. Yeah, that's how I met Cliff. That's how I met Jamal. That's how I met you. Yep. Actually, no, actually, I think I met J-Mo through the Crucible yeah, Radio. Yeah, J-Mo's Crucible Radio. Yep. He was yeah, but he, he was part of Derp as well, too, yep. though. So, yeah, it's cool. Yep. Actually, I think I think I heard about you on, on the Destiny Reset podcast before we actually played together. Like, I, I think they're, they, you, your name came up in a few episodes. And... Yeah, I, I, I played, I, right whenever, whenever we, played, we played some raids with them, uh, with those guys, because uh, whenever Rise Iron came out, their raid team had kind of, Cyborg's raid team had kind of had a couple people come and go. So he needed some people. To, that's how I kind of got to know that guy, just playing uh, playing the raid with them. And then just Crucible, some banner after that. But yeah, good dude, so. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, boys, I, I think that's about all I got. You guys got anything else that you feel like talking about tonight? I think we should mention the, uh, the three to four slots that we have open for our fantasy league. Oh, yeah. If anybody plays, yeah, if anybody plays fantasy football... We have, uh, I think we have five or six of us confirmed so far. I have a couple of people that can step in if we still need a couple of people to step in and fill it out. But there are still slots open, so I just say get a Fluffy or me or Admiral. We'll we'll make it happen. Probably I was thinking, you know, I was thinking we can do um, draft is always the big deal for fantasy. You know, they say that your uh, your league is either won or lost on draft day, but um. You can do different things, I mean, as far as, like, draft order, decisions are randomized. But what if we do something like have an SRL determine the draft order? Like, we'll do, like, so if we have have 10 people in the league, we would have two different teams of five do, like, an SRL match. And then, like, the top, so we would determine that. That's how we determine our order, like, the top three from each one face each other. Yeah. Exactly. So like top this. three from each and then yeah. So we determine the draft order based on the SRL race. No, just destiny homies. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I, mean, I like that idea. Fantasy football is always fun. It's fun. So yeah, we got we got a few slots open, so get at us. We'll yeah. make it happen. And it's free. Like we aren't we aren't throwing any yeah, money down. It's, like it's for fun, yeah, but yeah. It, you know it's all for fun. If you want to sign up, like all that we ask is that you just be engaged throughout the season. Like I think that's yep. that's really the only requirement is that you'll see it through. But otherwise, so like, just try for yeah, fun. Yeah. Just try. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. That would be awesome. I mean, we'll totally yeah. like you know talk shit, but oh yeah, obviously. Drop drop if not, text if... message tea bags. I gotta figure out how. Oh, I gotta bro. figure out some text message tea bag. As a Vikings fan, I don't think you need to worry too much about teabagging I, anybody. I, I am totally not a Vikings fan. I might live here, man. I've played enough. I so 
I was not going to play fantasy football this year. I actually bowed out. I've been in a league that a money league for five or six years and I've won enough that I've, I always came out ahead. But this year I was like, I just, I don't have money or time for it, you know? And, and past seasons, like I, I always teach snowboarding in the winter. So I get really involved in fantasy football and then snowboard season starts and I have one, you know, one to two days off a month and I'm working mm. otherwise, like my regular 40 hour plus snowboarding all week. So mm-hmm. I, I would just always lose it. Well, this year I was like, I just don't have money or time for it. Well, <laughs> it turns out today I sent in my letter of res- resignation for snowboarding. So I'm all about it this year. <laughs> Thank you, dude. All right, man. Well, let's do it. Let's have fun. Look at that humble break. Oh, I'm not very, I, I don't really take it seriously, but I just continually to win money. I'm not that good. I mean, I only quit my job to kick you guys ass in this shit, but don't worry. No, 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 no. I definitely did not win every season. I just won enough that I, I over, over the five or six years that I did it, I didn't lose money buying into the league. I definitely didn't win every year, but I, I did. I did okay enough to, to do more than break even. Yeah. So if you guys want to call Fluffy a big phony and uh, <laughs> tell me he's got a big head, join the league. Uh, get a hold of me. Get a hold of Fluffy. Get a hold of Chuck Likes Pizza out there, and uh, we'll get you an invite to the league. Chuck, where can they find you to get a hold of you? Because honestly, two hours ago you talked about your branding, and I am totally confused on <laughs> which is which. So let us know again one more time. Um, probably the easiest way to be out on Twitter at Chuck Olympic. That was my uh, former radio voice name, whatever you want to call me. Um, yeah, that's probably the easiest way. Or Chuck likes pizza on Xbox or Discord. I mean, I'm not, I don't have like a stream or anything. I don't do all that, but yeah, just hit me up. Just get at me. Awesome. Buffy, where are people going to find you this week? Um, probably, probably the easiest is on Twitter, uh, Fluffy Olympic is gonna be the best <laughs> yeah. way for them. God damn it, bro. <laughs> Former radio name? Yes. I uh I used to be a sound engineer and own my own record label. Uh but that will be that will be for a different time when we bring Chuck on so I can troll him more. Um God no <laughs> I know we didn't even get into that. We have a whole nother reason to bring you back. Um oh, uh yeah no fluffy fingers M D. Uh you wanna find me? Use the Googles uh, what about you, Nips? Where are you at? Uh, Admiral Nips on Twitch and on Twitter. And if uh, you don't have either of those and you need to get hold of me on Xbox, then you have to type in super lame Hambo Space 1982. I will respond to you even if you're a porn bot. <laughs> and I will like your page and I will read all of your posts. <laughs> Might even check out your cam. Oh, oh my god, bro. yes. Alright, awesome. <laughs> Well, I I feel very good about that. So yeah, I'm I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> All right. Well, you can also catch us at uh, Potato Thumbs on Twitch. Or <laughs> nope, we nope. haven't done that no, they yet. Can't uh, do that. But Twitter, Twitter is where <laughs> you want to be. There you go. There you, it starts with a T. Um, yeah, yeah. The absence kicking in. Yeah, yeah. Potato Thumbs <laughs> at Potato Thumbs on Twitter. Potato Thumbs Podcast at gmail.com um, or Potato Olympia 
Fuck, I fucked it up again. God damn it. <laughs> one of these times, man. One of these times. We're kings of the intros and the outros. Yes. Fluffy, you want to wrap us on the way out again? Hit it uh, one more time. I got I got nothing, man. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually do have it because you wrote it down in your show notes at the oh, very yeah. top of the no, page. No, I can't wrap that again. I can rap about Chuck if you want me to. Oh, Jesus. Uh, his name Hard is pass. Chuck, and he likes pizza. <laughs> That's all I got. God damn it. it just just, four, just four bars, dude. Just pull, the, just pull the plug. That wasn't even four bars. That was like half a bar, but whatever. <laughs> oh, I think that's a good note to end it on. I hope you guys God all have a great it. week. We'll talk to you next week. All right, bye. Down in flames. Peace. <laughs>